Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Everybody to the 69th episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Ha! Oh yeah! Ha! Pick 69. That number's awesome. Where everybody channeled their their inner middle schooler. Yeah. And today we're gonna do that because we are talking about fan fiction That's as right. a tabagachi. But first, I'm gonna <laughs> introduce who we got here today. Yeah. Uh, I am Andrew, the hard man with harder opinions, and sitting next to me, of course, is my bro. Uh, Jonathan, the stupid awesome analyst. Hello. And we have, of course, the hippest man in the room, Glitch. What's up? And our special, special guest today, uh, from the Nerdy Show Network and Friday Night Fan Fiction, we have Steve-O. I am the hard man with the hardest of nipples. I will have nobody dispute this fact. <laughs> Glass on him. <laughs> and, of course, laughing right there is Sarah from 42's Anime Reviews. Thanks for having me back. Yay. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. We love our special guests. All right. And uh, to kick it off, we're going to kick it off with a news section, which always starts with a bell. News. That yeah. is the way a bell sounds. That's how a bell sounds, yeah. And uh, and so go ahead, Jonathan. Yeah, on. right. Okay, you know what? I didn't even think of this. I put all my news stories on my phone this time, and I totally have my phone off to the side, which I didn't silent either. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> oh, oh now maybe I should silent my phone too. Oh, wait, it's already silent. <laughs> it's already silent. My, my phone's silent too, Sarah. High five. All yeah! Right. Yeah. Homeschool high five. <laughs> Homeschool high fives. All right. Um, I don't know how to silence my phone anymore. I. What the heck? John, I got a new phone. Throw it at the wall. Yeah, I got, yeah, right? I got, a, I got a new phone, and it just updated, and now my functions are gone. <laughs> oh, did you, do you have Android? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because the new Android update, yeah. Yeah, just shut up, phone. How do I silence my phone? Shut yeah. up, Okay, phone. so, you know that, like, swipe from from the top down, and it'll bring a drop-down menu. Really? Oh, okay, that's cool. That, that sucks, though, because, I mean, like, I... I mean, if you have volume knobs, or not knobs, volume buttons. Yes, yeah, yes. Phone my phone is so advanced it has a knob for volume. <laughs> um, you could use that too, but yeah, just. Oh, that's true. I'm going to do that. There we go. Thanks, Devo. Technology. <laughs> Changing lives. Yeah, Samsung's a Japanese product, right? Thanks, <laughs> thanks Samsung. Okay, so first up in media news, I, I, I came across this thing on the internet, which was really. I had no idea what was even happening. It's in the same light as when they were doing Mortal Kombat Legacy. Well, I found a proof of concept video on Anime News Network, which I'll post in the description. 
a live action proof of concept video for a Final Fantasy VII miniseries. Really? Yeah. So I, I guess they're following the hype train of, oh no, a remake of Final Fantasy VII. What are we gonna do? And, of course. Uh, and what they're gonna do is they're gonna cash in on it and they're gonna make a Final Fantasy VII miniseries <laughs> live action. Oh, I don't know wow. if you guys have seen this, but uh, it it looks. I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, there's a lot of Final Fantasy VII going on. Right. Well, see, a remake for Final Fantasy VII as a video game is a great idea. Casting live-action actors for such iconic characters, not always the greatest idea. Well, you mean oh, you're talking about the, the live-action fan film one, right? Yeah, like, like uh, in, the same, in the same respect as when they did that, that Mortal Kombat legacy Yeah, with thing. Michael J. White. Was this recently announced, or is this a couple years old? Uh, let me find out. Let me let me find. Because if it's in. the one from a few years ago, I know that got shut down by Square Enix almost immediately. Really? Yes. For uh, they are so unbelievably protective of their copyright and properties that they shut that down. Uh, I mean, like Overclocked Remix did a Kickstarter for their Final Fantasy VI album, and that originally got shut down by Square Enix before they talked to their lawyers about it. Wow. And Overclocked Remix releases basically everything they do for free, but because money was involved involved, you know, in funding, like, an album that, even though it would be released for free, they still, like, they are so litigious about it, it's insane. Wow, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, unless it's something that's official from them, anything fan-wise that involves raking in money, and unfortunately they did have a Kickstarter going for that, That, that it almost always gets uh, C&D'd. Because, yeah, they did do, like, a, a preview of what it would be like <laughs> mm-hmm. had they been able to make the money for it. Right. And it, it is unfortunate because I love seeing fan projects that have that heart there, that so many properties sort of... Forget lose about, over yeah. time. Right. Yeah, it's nice to see what could have been. Yeah, try that. Y- yep. And, and I mean, you, you say that, you know, it would be nice, you know, making a remake of the video game is good. People are still up in arms about that, too, because they said they're going to make changes to it. Yeah. Right. Yes, yeah. so nerds in that. general. They're going to slightly change one thing. Cloud's yep. hair has three spikes instead yeah. of th- four. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, there were people that were worried that you wouldn't be able to cross-dress Cloud anymore. <laughs> I know, it's like, don't touch my cross-dressing Cloud, what am I going to do about my fanfictions? Exactly. <laughs> but it's okay, they they already said uh, that there is confirmed cross-dressing Cloud and he looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he looks he, yeah his name stuff. is Lightning. Do you still look beautiful? Yeah, Lightning. <laughs> good Final Fantasy joke. <laughs> it's a good joke. Oh, Lightning has more balls than Cloud. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know, but, like, when you first see him, when you first see him in this concept video, he has, like, this weird hair. I mean, like, look at his, like, they're not showing his hair on purpose because it's weird. He's got, physics are hard. Okay, I didn't say his hair was hard. Fan, like, seeing all the Dragon Ball fan films and Goku and Vegeta's hair looks ridiculous no matter how hard they try. (laughs) Well, did you see the actual Dragon Ball Z movie? (laughs) Are you talking about Evolution? Yeah. This is an actual Dragon Ball Z movie. <laughs> Come on now. It's a Dragon Ball Z movie that exists. <laughs> this doesn't look so bad. I like how Sephiroth kind of looks like Nicolas Cage at first. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Mother. Oh. Oh. <laughs> mother. So I would I would check out a Final Fantasy VII miniseries. I'm not 100% positive on, on how it would turn out, but, you know. Let's see how it goes. Next up in uh, news, that was actually all I had for media news, uh, which is really? cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got I got some. You have some for media news? Yeah. So um, it's been reported that Hayao Miyazaki, the supposedly retired Hayao Miyazaki, 
is now working on his first ever CG animated short. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, and it's only going in the Ghibli Museum. So yeah. he's breaking away from the 2D animation and he's working on the 3D, which, you know, Japan in the past hasn't had the greatest track record with 3D animation. <laughs> However, uh, you know, if it's Studio Ghibli, they might really try to work on it. But if Hayao Miyazaki is just testing the waters with it, eh, I don't know, yeah. testing the waters with 3D well, never he's usually turns out bored, good. has something to do. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, no, nobody ever really stays retired anymore. Yeah. Um, another cool thing that I have, just a little local news for, for us over here, uh, which actually made internet, uh, internet news, is that Boston Museum of Fine Arts uh, was having a hok- uh, hokusai exhibit. Yeah, that's right. I totally wanted to see that. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah. yeah I totally saw news about that. Yeah, so... Hok- Tumblr got offended. Tumblr got offended, yeah. Because um, uh, so yeah, Hokusai's giant wave is uh, is in the um, is in the Boston Museum of Fine Arts, uh, along with all of his other stuff. Uh, I heard some really weird things. Um, I'm not sure if this was at the uh, at the Boston Museum of Fine Arts, but other Hokusai exhibits that showed up in museums, uh, they because he was traditionally like, wow, he's a really great artist, but you know, he's also known for, hey, I created the tentacle monster. <laughs> with with the uh, the octopus and the fisherman's wife, what a legacy! Yeah, what a uh, legacy to be held. He that's not the only thing he's ever done, but apparently he has a line of classic sex toys. Really? Huh. Yeah. Okay, now you have my attention. Yeah. So, uh, so Hokusai's <laughs> art exhibit displays his sex toy line that he really from yeah. That's amazing. Like the one, the ones that he made, or the ones that he uses, or both. <laughs> the ones that he designed, <laughs> and possibly both. Let's yes. go right now. Forget, <laughs> screw this recording. Let's go up and let's go. I, I am also with this. Send pictures. <laughs> Lots and pictures. Let's get the bus that's shaped like a penis. And videos, if possible. <laughs> uh, so, so that's uh, that's Hokusai for you. But this, the the news article is that the event is going away soon because the summer is coming to a close. But he is there. Go see it! <laughs> yes, go see Hokusai and his uh, fisherman's wife. See, you mentioned so the Boston Museum of Fine Arts, but I thought you were talking with. about something else well, okay, well, that what, happened at the MFA. Okay, so what were you talking about? Well, they had um, they had an exhibit, and it was like a painting or something of a woman in a kimono. Uh-huh. And then they were letting, they had a kimono there, and they were letting people like wear it as part of the exhibit, and that's why Tumblr got offended. Really? Because it was really? like, white people in kimonos, stop it. <laughs> oh, Tumblr. Okay. White people on the internet, stop it. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Tumblr. You, you can find somebody to get offended about anything. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> We're friends <laughs> me with... Me and Tumblr have a pretty close relationship. <laughs> Let's see what I got next. I got gaming news next because everybody has been losing their collective minds about... Um, Keiji Inofune's next project, which is Red Ash. He, now, he, he's doing the mighty number nine in the wake of, um, you know, people's desperate need for more Mega Man. Yeah, just... Uh, just Way to uh, drop the ball, as, Capcom. Way to drop right? the ball. So just a, just a little backstory. He is, the, like, the head or a major player of the Mega Man franchise, and uh, he wants to go off and make his own thing, uh, which... It, well, he wants to 
he wants Mega Man. Yeah. You know, but Mega Man, because he helped Capcom build Mega Man. It's Capcom. Cap, yeah, Capcom is like, no, well, you can't have Mega Man. He's ours, even though, you know. Because we like, have so much we plan to do with like, Mega well, Man. He's like, well, Mega Man's my baby. You own Mega Man, but Mega Man's my baby. Uh, so he made the, he's making the Mighty Number no. 9, which is essentially Mega Man. Yeah. It's Mega Man without the name. And it really is just due to Capcom's mismanagement of the property, <laughs> really limiting his creativity. And, I mean, the whole debacle Being with idiots. Mega Man Legends 3 and not allowing him <laughs> yep. to create another series. Like, I'm a huge fan of almost every single sub-series within Mega Man. The, the classic, X, Legends, Zero. I was Legends, though. Like, that really got on my nerves. But uh, yeah, I, well, I personally liked it. I just I like the rocket skates. But like <laughs> yeah. uh, Battle Network is still probably my favorite out of all of it. And it, it just it's nice to see a fresh idea brought by the same person <coughs> that gave life to that genre. And I, I've actually never even heard about Red Ash. So can you enlighten me? Absolutely. Thank you for talking so much about Legends because that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're kidding me. Yeah, Red Ash is is in um, the need for more Mega Man yeah. Legends. Oh man, I can hear the pants tightening over there. <laughs> I'm not so wearing I'll any a, pants. I'll put... <laughs> I podcast naked, my friend. It's true, he does. He took his pants off while we were recording with him. Oh man, I'm looking at the artwork. This is totally Legends! <laughs> yep. And, What's the name um, of it? It's called Red Ash. It is a Kickstarter campaign. Now, there is something else to go... I don't care about Red Ash trees. I'm wondering about a Kickstarter. <laughs> there is a uh, another part of this that Studio 4C, the studio behind things like the new Berserk movies, they're working on Mutafukas now with the French yeah. uh, the French company who did Wakfu. Yeah, and Kama. Yeah, on Kama, and um, they are now also working on alongside this Red Ash project, and there is going to be a short oh, film along with what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so man. they're creating like a, a Mega Man Legends short film. Essentially, there may be a all right, I'm just gonna go grab my right wallet now. right now. Yeah, just throw money at the computer screen. There uh, may be a competition about who has the hardest nipples at this moment. Oh my god! <laughs> Mine can cut diamond. I don't know about yours. After seeing this preview, Mithril might have a chance to get scratched up. <laughs> So there's 22 days left, and as of this recording, they have uh, $365,000 out of the $800,000. So they're not – they're like like 45% of the way there, which is good. Which for tw- With 22 days left, that's that's pretty good. So uh, Plus, isn't like the biggest surges when a Kickstarter is like right at the beginning, everyone donates, and then right at the end, yep. everyone Last donates. Last 48 so. hours, everybody now, gets their if reminders. Only and- they would do something with Tomba. Good artwork. Oh, and I can't figure out which one I want. <laughs> yes. yes that, I mean, everything 50 onward has the soundtrack, so that's fine by me. But, oh, the getting the, like, the physical art book and... Ooh, ah! Art books are always, always, always amazing. Always amazing. Uh, what's the top tier? Can I have, like, sex with KG in a minute or what? <laughs> yes. But he, yes, they like to treat me to dinner, and you know what that means. <laughs> Did you have to buy a bunch of CDs? That means that if they treat you to dinner, that means that, that they have to be top. <laughs> I don't mind. I do not mind. Ed Pune is always Big Spoon. That's what, I love being Little Spoon. I'm not going to complain. I just imagine, like, after sex with Ed Pune, you do a little stance. <laughs> this isn't strange news yet, guys. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> That is all oh, that I is. have for gaming news, which means that it is time oh, to move on is to... you! <laughs> that it, it is time to move on to some strange news. 
And, oh, I have I have the utmost uh, amount of strange news going on. Hang on, I got some weak ones first. Okay, go for it. Yeah, okay, get the weak <coughs> ones out of the way first, because I got some tops. Okay, so weak ones... Like KG Inafune. There's a new fashion style going on. We're kind of fi- finding that, hey, in Japan... Bug spray is not enough anymore. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. They got new mutant bugs now, so they can't use bug spray anymore. That's right. So, <laughs> with their whole new mutant bug trend in Japan, there is new fashion trend, which includes full-body mos- mosquito net jumpsuit. Oh, it's so... Wait, 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 wait. Huh. Say that again oh, slowly, yeah. please. <laughs> okay, right, right, yeah, yeah. right. I, I'm, full, I'm bracing myself. Full-body mosquito net suits. Mm. What? Huh. Full body mosquito net jumpsuits. Okay. So, so it's exactly what you think it is. Okay. Um, mosquito nets that cover your entire body and you can still walk around. In yeah, them. it kind of looks like um, you're a beekeeper, except it's mesh. Yeah, so like it's like a green man suit, except except bee, uh, or yeah, m- mosquito net. Do and, they have uh, a multitude of colors? <clears throat> I mean... Yes, yep. it does. It comes in a stylish blue, a neutral white, and a hot pink. That looks more like salmon to me, I don't know. <laughs> Get off your high horse. Ooh! Look at this. It ha- even has a diagram. You can wear it in the garage. You can uh-huh. wear it on your your Vernada. And you can wear it in your garden. That's, you know what's that's... next, right? What's that? Human bug zapper outfits. <laughs> Ooh, that would be super cyber. Wait, zapping myself or the bugs? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. That's... I, I oh. like this mutually exclusive thing. It or rather has, not. It even has a butt zipper. <laughs> so you can poop easily. Yeah, well, oh you don't need the pee filter. You just you you still have to pull it forward though, because with those squat pot, the, like those squatty potties that they have around, I would still need you still need to be sure to pull it forward because you don't want no you don't you don't want no access. Oh, speaking of which, I got a squatty potty. I love it. It's the shit. Oh my god! Uh, I have never been so excited to poop when I bought it. <laughs> I can't wait for my bowel movement. I need to eat more bread. So thank you, Japan, for for mosquito net jumpsuits and, and the idea you, for a squatty potty. Yeah, yeah, and thank you for for your <laughs> wonderful pooping technology. Yeah, these are uh, these are great products. You know, was, you always have to ask, hey, will my mosquito net body jumpsuit be compatible with my toilet? With my squatty potty. With my squatty potty toilet. Yep. Okay, so next up, I wonder if you could take those on airplanes. Yeah, I like, don't know. and and if if you do so. If it's going to be an experience that you'd want to remember. <laughs> I can't wait to be on an airplane and have to poop again. Like, yeah. Said no one ever. Is there enough room in the bathroom for, to put a squatty potty in? Like, Your knees I've would been in the an airplane toilet like twice and like, I'm yeah. six feet tall and I'm pretty much, eh. I'm mostly <laughs> leg and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, challenge to listeners: Can you take a squatty potty on the airplane and try it out for us? <laughs> Let us know. WickedAnimeReviews at gmail dot com. Bonus points right. video. <laughs> a video review in the bathroom. <laughs> Next up in strange news, uh, I have I got a story that there is. Um, does everybody know of the infamous game called Galgun? Yes. It, yes. Uh, okay. Good. Okay. It's a light gun rail shooter. About yep. girls who are falling in love with you, like like the, like just every single girl in the world is immensely in love with you, and you have to shoot them with a pheromone gun to keep them away. And it's like it's really famous in Japan for having all these panty shots and and you know you have so to fight tentacle monsters. Right. Yeah, you know, funny thing that's also developed by the people who did the Mega Man Zero series, Into Creates. Really? Huh. Yeah, I did not know that. 
That's okay. awesome. Well, now they are creating a second Galgun game. And yes. that's finally. That's not the strange news. The strange news is the fact that they have a button on the controller now that's hey, my mom is walking into the room while I'm playing, hit this button, and it changes the game that you're playing. <laughs> really? Yeah. To what? It, to, it creates yeah, I hope it's a... something worse. No. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it... <laughs> <laughs> Not the appropriate time to be drinking water, apparently. <laughs> be panty shot all of a sudden. Hardcore porn. Oh, I spit it all over Click my the shirt. mouse. Click the mouse. Rotate. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it creates a game of an 8-bit classic-style Final Fantasy-like uh, RPG. That is awesome. It what are you doing, four- son? Grinding. <laughs> yeah! I thought that was an ingenious thing. No, no game with it, like even semi-inappropriate content ever has... Has created, you know, this kind of content. Like, not even uh, visual novels have this type. I mean, they have a clear screen button on visual novels that will, that will, you know, leave your game running but will clear the screen. So, like, they have that, but they've never had a, I'm actually playing a different game. Because, I mean, the problem with visual novels is, like, oh, I'm not doing anything, just sitting here and staring at my desktop. Staring at my desktop. Yeah, my, my, <laughs> my system's showing a white screen. I don't know what's going on. It, I think it might be broken. Oh, here, well, press this button, it'll fi- Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Unexpected penny or dirt shot, and like, oh. <laughs> uh, I see what you're doing. I'll be back in ten minutes. <laughs> You can, come, uh, you can come back in five. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I thought that was brilliant, especially for Galgun. I mean, they, they're totally self-aware, obviously. They may, that they were in the wake of this game. It's just, like, so clearly obvious that they were doing this. Um, but it's, it's a brilliant move on their part. I think that, that it's going to be revolutionary for the gaming industry, and it's going to be making waves all across gaming media now. The, oh, my gosh, like... It's just, like, the funniest thing. Uh, I mean, they would have to actually program a whole other game, like, into... Yeah, I think it's just a screen, personally. It might be. I've only seen the one screenshot of it. but So, like, they just programmed one piece of artwork on, uh, into the game. Maybe it's a GIF, you know, that moves for if, for almost like a pause screen. But it's brilliant. It's totally brilliant. And next up in strange news, I have... Um, Okay, MTV. Does everybody know the MTV show True Life? No. Yes. Okay. Oh, I heard about this. True Life is a documentary series where they follow the lives of real people that do really, like, not obscure always. Sometimes it's obscure, but not always obscure. They just follow real-life situations of people. And this one in particular is obscure. They are actually casting for a new episode called I Want to Look Anime. Yeah, I heard about this. It's insane. Yeah. So they're so they're casting for people who are just looking for either that either they're changing their body like getting plastic surgery in a way to quote unquote look anime or they're just living a life of anime. You know, like the question is though, which anime? Cuz there there is like a whole MTV range of anime. Which anime? I mean, you want to have a harem kind of style thing going on? Because I think that's every guy in the world, actually. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't have to do anything at all. You know, fist of the North Star, you just hit the gym oh, every there day. You go. That's what I want. I want to be Kenshiro. Like and you burn, just look you at- burn like the North, the Big Dipper, and you. 
Yeah, oh, like, just, like, take <laughs> cigarettes and just, like, <laughs> just burn them on your chest to the Big Dipper. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't know. They're looking for people who, like, I don't know, maybe maybe indulge in Lolita fashion. Uh, well, that's the thing, is that, um, actually, it's been going around um, in the Lolita circles that they have actually been contacting specific people, asking them to appear on the show, which... It doesn't make any sense because Alitas have nothing to do with trying to look anime. It's just a fashion style in and of itself with petticoats and poofiness. It's like the Japanese version of steampunk. M- MTV has tried to cover the whole anime aspect before, but they clearly have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> clearly, um, because like it was just basically um, every single Lolita like Facebook page or or Tumblr, any one of the, the popular ones, they were all passing around. Guys, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. It's so, going to be terrible. So back in the day um, when I was still in high school, flashback. they the MTV show Made. Do you remember the MTV show Made? I love that show. I used to watch it before school every morning. Yeah, where they like uh, where they take somebody who has this life, but they want to try out this life. Yeah, and so they get them like a personal trainer and all these different things. Well, they had one where this anime fangirl wanted to be the prom queen, and so like they were like taking all they were essentially taking all the anime stuff that she had, and were just like this should not be in your life, like and tearing it, like <laughs> throwing out her wall scrolls and like and she's just like what does this have to do with me being prom queen? You know, like, all of her Full Metal Alchemist stuff in the trash, and it's just like, no! Like, they just clearly is just like, you're an anime nerd, go away, you want to be prom queen! (laughs) Well, the Lolita community has had a bad run-in with shows like this, because, like, TLC did the My Strange Addiction. Yeah! um, And they did the Living Doll. Yeah! Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it was, like, after that happened, and that was just, like, the worst, they're like, okay... Leaders are to never appear on television again. Unspoken rule. Yeah. It's just so, like, just don't so many it. communities get maligned by the stereotypical depictions in a negative way. It's yeah, because like, they also cut the footage together to make them look crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's ratings, always ratings. <laughs> People just love to see to see trailer trash, don't they? Oh yeah, no trash TV is awesome. I'll I'll be fully fully willing to admit. That. Oh yeah, and once once <laughs> True Life uh, True Life I want to make I want to be anime comes out I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, like, I'm gonna sure. check. Oh it yeah, out. I'm totally watching. Everybody it. everybody in the grandma's gonna to watch it, but you know, it's gonna be Tumblr all over the place just being like, ah! And by the way, they should have never de- much. Uh, made much. MTV's made never should have degraded that girl on that show because nerds were prom king and queen at our prom. That's right. We like our nerd community overshadowed the jocks and sports people alike at our school, and all the nerds just voted for the nerds, and nerds won our prom. So you know what? You don't even have to try. You don't need a you don't need a TV show to do that. It's right. a show. Yeah, just be a nerd. You need to go to the right school. Yeah, just be a nerd. <laughs> Our school was actually pretty stereotypical in the way that that you know yeah, the, the clicks worked out. Yeah, yeah, in in the fashion of clicks. Yeah, it was it was very very stereotypical. I was in a graduating class of seventy five people. We really didn't have clicks. It was like one click, and if you weren't in the click, you, you were one of the five people that just didn't fit in at all. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually. Could you like? My graduating class was like three hundred. Yeah, ours was like four. Yeah, I grew up in the South. <laughs> so, 3,000. Oh, like 1,000, 1,500 people. Wow. Jeez, that, Last up in, in strange news. Okay, the co- our collective fans from all around Wicked Anime have been sending us this nonstop ever since it's been announced. And this is the acceptance of the Japanese robot-making companies... Uh, like their acceptance oh. to oh, the yeah. USA 
challenging them to a giant robot fight. So yeah. it's international <laughs> battle bots, but taller. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's suits of armor going to battle one year from now. I cannot wait. Oh, man. So, okay, so the U.S. has... I'll put both videos in the description of uh, the the Americans challenge and the Japanese response. The Americans created this <laughs> this suit, this piloted suit. I forget. Does it have one or two people that go into it? I think it's two people. But uh, they, they created the suit that can shoot... Uh, paintballs at a hundred miles an hour, like they have they have paintball Gatling guns on on their suit uh, that they're they're challenging this robot company in Japan who have already made a suit of armor and and the Japanese company responded with like your robot is is nothing it doesn't even look cool hey how about we do some melee combat too you know. <laughs> My yeah. robot's on three legs, and My it can go fast. My robot kick your robot's ass. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I do think our robot looks pretty cool. Our robot looks like, awesome. It like, looks like a junker. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, our robot looks like a bunch of Americans built it, and their robot looks like a bunch of Japanese people built it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it... Like, they're actually... Their robot looks like a Tachikoma from, from yeah, Ghost in the Shell. It's got three legs on wheels, and... Ah! That's so cool. But, yeah, it, like, it looks like the different cultures built robots, and it's really cool. Yeah. And, I actually and, think the robot kind of looks like a Reploid. Not a Reploid, but a Reaverbot. Yeah, I thought I thought the American one looked actually like a, um, a, a Mech Warrior. You remember that? You remember that? Uh, that what, what was it? It was a toy line TV show, Mech Warrior. Oh, so good. Dear the United States of America, <laughs> we will gladly accept your challenge to a gigantic robot competition. You have one year to complete your training. <laughs> this is kind yeah, of Yeah, it was thing. more like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was more like bring it on, bitch. Like, like that's that's like what they're like. They, the U.S. was legitimately like about this challenge, and then the Japanese were like, "Your robots got nothing. Bring it on," you know. And they're like, because they, because you know, the whole you know paintball gun thing is like, yeah. And as you said, they were like paintball gun seriously. Uh, they can change that in a year, that's, believe me. That's so American. Well, if they... Uh, what, Japanese want lasers in it? I mean... <laughs> See, now, I, wanted, like, I want them to lasers. take it to the next level, though, because I want lasers? them to channel Metal Wolf Chaos and hire the president to pilot the Mac. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. See, and, and the Japanese want melee combat, and so the Americans were like, okay, melee combat, we'll work stuff out, because we don't want to hurt our pilots, and... <laughs> And, and I think J- Japan may or may not have a to the death understanding here. <laughs> well, what... even if it's not, uh, your robot must commit seppuku if, if it is shamed on the battlefield. <laughs> oh, wow! So I, 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 I am very excited to see that it, as a science fan as well as a culture shock fan, just oh, to, yeah. to see how it ends up. Oh, For yeah. sure, I, I cannot wait. I um. Now, I've been wrong before. Like, I kind of want to be like, yeah, the, I think the Japanese will probably win. But, you I mean, you have to fight for the home team. The, you know, yeah, right? I mean, it's happened before. Like, I was just like, no, nah, I think I think the Boston Bruins might lose to the Penguins. But then they ended up sweeping them. And we, I was like, yeah, that's right. I should have never lost faith in my, faith in my Boston Bruins. <laughs> yeah, so. but then you say the same thing about cars. It's like, yeah, I could go out and buy a Buick. But that Toyota Camry looks pretty cool. <laughs> I do wonder if they're going to have, like, wrestling intros and they walk out. That would be sweet. They got, like, yeah, they, they have them stand up on the ropes and they grab a microphone and they start talking in ones and zeros and everybody's like, yeah! 
We could be spending these millions of dollars on finding the cures for cancer and world hunger, but fuck it! Giant robots battling! Giant robots. That is what we're talking about. <laughs> Giant robots right now. Awesome. Okay. And that's as strange as it gets. That's as, that's as awesome as it gets. Cue up the music, because it is time for our finish of the week! Oh, good God, I, think. <laughs> I forgot all the buttons. Hey, it's been a while since we've had a venture in the week. My ears! <laughs> Ow! The high end! Okay, so for fetish this week, we have a uh, very popular thing going around right now. The, um, this this one, she's actually like a, she's a bikini model. Um, Aww. Aww. <laughs> She, uh, her name is, uh, Yuko Nakagawa, and she used to be a former news anchor on, uh, Japanese news networks. Now, she is a bikini model, and she's doing it at 43 years old. And for this sort of, for this sort of community, that is very unusual, you know? I mean... But there's actually an interesting, you know, sort of cultural history that goes into this. This is actually more of the part that I want to talk about. It's not really a fetish per se. She is coming out with a second um, D- DVD. Actually, oh, she, she does she does DVDs hey. and um, that has uh, school uniform stuff in it. And uh, there we go. Rocket News. Rocket News is always faithful. She's forty three. So yeah. So at forty three years old, dude, have you seen a Japanese woman age? They don't. They, no, yeah. they, no, no, they, they it's, a, it's like a switch. 60, blow it, into a candle. There's like a puff of smoke like Naruto and bitter old woman. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I always thought. It See, is. They don't, they don't stand in the sun, so they yeah. don't age like we do. Correct. Japanese like, women avoid UV rays at all costs. Like, n- nothing about their, their daily lives has to do with wow. going out into the sun. They like pale skin, and because, uh-huh. and because UV rays... Are, like they avoid them mystics. so uh-huh. much, they they have they keep the body of like a twenty year old until they're like sixty, and then they just and then they and then they dive bomb, and like, then they they smile one time, and then it just it doesn't release the way it used to. Exactly, it just sort of sticks. No oh, elasticity at all. But that, I mean, in all honesty, for for her age, she looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's yeah. she's awesome. She said she said her secret her. is staying out of the sun and a lot of meat in her diet. Yeah, yes. <laughs> See, this is another advocate for meat. People seem to like. I will be a. I will rally for meat any day of the week, any hour, any second. <laughs> absolutely. I How's am that, dedicated uh, to meat. Like, let's put it this way. You know, you know the day steak and a blowjob day. What? <laughs> you no. know steak and a blowjob. That saying. <laughs> No, no, no. Yes, I'm saying this. <laughs> you get the steak before. The steak comes before you do. That's how important meat is. <laughs> I was raised differently. Oh I was God. raised with the phrase, if you can't get laid and you can't get head, eat a steak. Still, steak. But this is why I eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> all right then. It's like, wow! It took ten seconds for people to be like, "Oh wait, that's a joke." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm ruining your show. This needs to happen more often. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> Can we just go back to talking about how good she looks? <laughs> we kind of were. 
<laughs> yeah, in your way. <laughs> no, we should have said fish or sushi. Now, question though, they're talking about her DVD. Like, it, 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 this isn't like a full blown erotic DVD. It's just her in different outfits, nope. right? Yeah, it is just her in different outfits, doing, okay. doing, like posing, like photo shoots, stuff like that. They, Japan has some weird stuff going on, but like, yeah, it, there's there's nothing directly pornographic about it. To to certain people, it might be, you know, but. Another thing about this woman too is that she's actually, <laughs> she she's actually married, and that is a big no no in the in, in the erotic and idol industry. I was gonna say I, I know that's a big thing for the idol industry in, in most of the Asian countries is to to not have a, a long term or solidified relationship for your personal image. Yeah, it's almost yeah. the equivalent of being a nun, and the, so and she's married, and people do not care. Like, people do not care that she is married, and her husband does not care that she does this. Well, I mean, like, he cares. He he thinks it's awesome that she is, is more See, appropriate. Like, to, yeah, well, I mean, it, it's if you look past the awkwardness of, hey, people are probably having really dirty thoughts about my significant other, it's like, well, but, hey, if somebody finds really him attractive, that's really, other. it's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, good for he her. He just supports you know? her, yeah. You know, that's... Okay, I, I, I'm reading I, part of this article that says, still... Nakigawa says she gave it her all, describing workouts without an actor's playing plays as if she's like playing air boyfriend instead of air guitar. <laughs> yeah, that's right, she, because she she has to do this part where in, in the DVD I think where she has to like pretend she's waking up early and she has to wake up her significant other like while doing that. But she's like, I've never woken up early in my entire life, so I didn't know so I didn't know how to do that. That is that is pretty funny if you think about it. Yeah, it is. So there so there you go. Stay out of the sun, eat a lot of meat, and sleep in. And that was Japan's fetish of the week. So next oh, up, in, uh, Hello. what would be the American equivalent to something like this, though? No, well, I mean, we have the we have the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, but that's just like that's not dedicated to like one specific person. Yeah, they're I would too say young either... anyway. I'm talking about something like past forty. <laughs> oh, past forty past with broad 40? shoulders. We don't. They used to they used to have a competition, um, like a yeah. modeling competition, and it was like over 30, like, you had to be over 30. It was, like, a TV thing. Yeah, and, um, I mean... There should be a hot mama competition. I mean, think about what we do where it's, like, um, uh, you know, football players. I mean, they they age to 30, and then they retire. Because, I mean, they can't play anymore, you know? So it's just, it's just the thing. Could you imagine those models going to, like, a county fair guess your age booth? They must sweep those. (laughs) They must go home with all the giant prizes. No, they just show up, and the person running the booth is just like, no. I know you're kind. <laughs> I have seen your kind before. You are not getting prizes out of me. <laughs> uh, so uh, next up, I actually have a uh, um, a, a really short let st- statistics. Yes. Um, so I, every once in a while, I take some some a poll or some statistics that have come out of Japan. And uh, survey us and get an American perspective on it. This time, uh, they surveyed Japanese women on, like, yes or no to facial hair. What they think of facial hair. Now, I All right, I am deeply invested in this. Yeah, 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 six (laughs) of you and your beard, man. 60 to 80% of us on the podcast right now have beards. I don't know, Glitch, whether or not you've shaved recently. As much, I have this little scruff, that's pretty much all I can grow. So, 
If they don't like beers or too much, I'm good. <laughs> okay. So, what do you think the majority overhaul of this was? Do you think Japanese women like facial hair? Yes. I would say no. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. Wait, go what with... kind of facial hair we're talking about? Just mustaches, beards, little combo, <laughs> the Fu Manchu thing on. I think it would be uh, anything other than clean shaven, like yeah. anything that's more than an inch of uh, like coverage area on your face, like soul patch or above. Yeah, because um, a lot of Japanese men are clean shaven. That's because they can't grow hair. And then, and then, um, but if they if they do have facial hair, it's usually like um, a short, like an incredibly short Van Dyke, like I have, um, or uh, like shorter than I have. Like I, mine, mine kind of protrudes from my face a little bit. It, or they have re- just really thin facial hair. Nothing like. I don't think they can grow like really big beards. Like you know, that's a, that's a very. Eastern European yeah. kind of a thing. All right. I want to so, say yes. You're going to say yes. That you're, they do like beards? Yes. I'm going to go no, that they do not like beards. Yes. Okay. Well, an overwhelming majority, 85% of Japanese females said absolutely not. Facial hair is completely disgusting. They say it's... That I can Aww. totally... I totally... I, I, I was guessing that in my mind that they were going to yeah. say no. I will shave my face if, if, a, if a Japanese <laughs> I that 20%. woman said that she would marry me. <laughs> Yeah, if a Japanese woman said, I will marry you if you shave your face, I will say, yes. Yeah, Love me, it. love my beard. Yeah. There's no exactly. other way. Maybe because other just, minority percent I have to shave beards. four times a day if I want to stay clean shaven. Yeah, like, I, 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 I can't know. Like, and it's just, it's too much. And then it, it hurts, like, for them. Like, if you've got that in between that gruff, it's like kissing sandpaper. Exactly. And that's that's actually probably the part that they dislike the most. They, like, there's there's no even ground for beards with Japanese women, apparently. They don't like the gruff because it hurts their face, is what, is what they were saying. It hurts yeah. their face with, when it's gruff. Well, they don't go in the sun. Of course it hurts their face. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, then when it's too big and scruffy, it's disgusting because it catches everything. There's leftover food in there. There's... there's no leftover food in my beard. <laughs> no, no, there isn't. No, I, I keep mine clean. Um, and and I don't know. It just, they think that it just like houses gross things because you know it's like like birds. <laughs> I mean, speaking, you know, so many. I know a lot of girls, and I'm friends with a lot of girls, and I I can concur that they will probably say the same. Really? They don't like yeah. beards. It, it's it's think about it. It's not just just a scruffiness on the face thing. Oh, my wife <laughs> loves my beard. She actually hates it when I shave. My my wife said, <laughs> which gets me. Which gets me. That's why I condition it. <laughs> no, so you have to shampoo it. You absolutely have to. Oh my but, God, yeah. but but it's like I guess maybe here in America, it's just I guess we're just more used to it too. Like there's yeah. a reason How, it's called uh, mustache. Up until ride. like the mid 30s, every president had a beard. Yeah, so, right. There you go. It, it was it was in vogue. It was uh, it's coming back in vogue too. Apparently, there's a new, and I hate this term because I always dislike the term metrosexual. There's a new fashion craze going on called lumbersexual. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that for and two reasons. One, really, I can't really grow a beard popular. that big. Yeah, no mayonnaise is not a se- not a sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> But, in yeah, defense, I, but yeah, I'm not surprised by that. If you condition it, it's like riding on a cloud. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it. it's being swallowed by a sea of wonderful. <laughs> it's true. That is, that is female's number one concern as far as beards. Look, a probably conditioned is... beard will tickle more than you fancy. Oh, <laughs> I like this guy. 
He, spe- now, he now speaks my mind. level. <laughs> he is on my level, my 99th level. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so in that case, then, if a, a woman is not interested in body hair, then they will not be interested in me. And you know what? I am completely <laughs> fine with that because a razor will not touch my legs. My chest, my arms, nothing. He's a wax kind of guy only. <laughs> yeah. If you want, yeah. <laughs> no. If you want clean shaven, you oh. will not have. You will not have me. No. <laughs> why did I just think of that pun? He's a ne'er do well. And Skype call. And we're done. Good night, everybody. <laughs> well, he's, he's got one up on the competition for cosplaying a saber wolf. <laughs> and I'm proud of it. Proud of it. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of uh, Eastern European in our blood. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, so we, that means we have a lot of Eastern European in our hair. It's completely unavoidable. We're part Scottish, we're part Polish, you know. A little bit of Canadian and werewolf. Yeah, and werewolf. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's completely unavoidable. We have hair on our knuckles. And that, and that, was, and that was our statistic for, for this episode. That went, that, yeah. Went well. Sorry, sorry, Japanese ladies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not I, sorry. I, I, I might, I might compromise. <laughs> I'm not taken, so you know I'll, I'm I'm whatever, you know. <laughs> so the other, you said 83 percent said hell no to the facial hair. 85. 85. So about the other 15 <laughs> percent. About that other 15 percent. <laughs> yeah, so right? Where are you hiding? You where go. are you hiding, and how bad are you? <laughs> they like a rebel. That's right. Well, you you never know, cause um, cause there's a thing, there's a difference between, um, hey. Here's this, you know, Asian guy who has a beard. That's gross. But then, you know, you introduce a foreigner into the situation yeah. and just like, I like them foreigners. Yeah. I, like, I do like them foreigners. With their blonde hair and big noses. That's right. So. <laughs> well, you know, actually, thinking about it, it, this is reflected a lot in cosplay as well. Think about uh, prominent anime characters that have beards that are, yeah. It, yeah, there aren't as many. I, I Granted, I'm, I haven't delved very deep into it, but I can't think of very many that come to mind. They're generally foreigner or dad type. Uh, like Master Roshi. Correct. Um, yeah. Uh, or, or perverts. Well, I mean, it just like... Even like <laughs> yeah. If you want to represent somebody in anime in their mid-40s, just give them a beard. You can go to, uh, you know, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Joseph Joestar, who's a, a British New Yorker, or, or British descent from New York, uh, older, has a big beard. And then you have his grandson, who is half Japanese, uh, high school, or, you know, older high school, clean-shaven. Yep. You know, just, like, total culture differences. Uh, he's younger, uh, younger in Japanese, no beard, older in American. Well, that even goes beard. to say in the previous episode, or the previous series, when Joseph Joestar was a kid, he didn't have facial hair. I have the, if you want to take a gander, I searched for beard on Anime Character Database. All right. And there's a list of all the anime characters with beards. That's a site that exists. Oh, King Vegeta! I love I know this what website. I'm gonna this do. This website is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> this website's so useful. I use it for like cosplay stuff all the time. Yeah, there's a lot of old ass dudes in this in this database. <laughs> yeah, isn't there? And there's 30 pages. Holy crap! <laughs> oh, that's BS. Rude does not have a beard. He has like two days stubble. It wow. counts. It, it's facial just... hair. It counts. Oh man, that bearded Vegeta. Wait, does Zangief count? <laughs> I, I, Anime well, video game? Oh, all right. Well, they yeah. incl- I think they include um, Japanese video games on this list. Oh, okay. He has hair on his shin, so I think Zangief qualifies right. as somebody hair. I mean, a lot of them are European. I saw all the Full Metal Alchemist characters. So, all right, I think we got to move on. There's too much beard. Too much beard going on. I didn't Not enough beard. Well, I mean, there's never enough beard going on, but we got to move on anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> we have a lot to talk about in what we're watching. Yeah, 
New season of anime just started. Yeah, uh, I'm going to kick off the obvious one, because I think a, a couple of us are watching this, or a few, uh, is, of course, Gangsta. Yeah, <laughs> That, to finally made an anime. That opening theme song, though. Oh, like <laughs> Steve, I, this is the part where we weeb out. No, it's not true. We don't. We don't. <laughs> um, we never weeb on this show. Sarah ever. does. <laughs> I do because I have no shame. So, um, so I, I actually looked in. I'm just starting right from the beginning. That opening theme song. It's freaking awesome. Uh, it's that's another theme song that I'm gonna you know watch every time that show comes on. I I, I looked into it because I was like, I want to get that. You know, it's it's uh, Renegade from uh, Stereo Dive Foundation, and I found out that the full release of the song isn't even out yet. Gangsta, the anime, got that song before the album was even released, mm. which is really cool. Uh, so, And I really like that song, so I'm going to look into it afterwards. Um, but the anime um, is awesome. The anime is, is awesome, and I know, Sarah, you read the manga to it. Yeah, um, which, yeah. Which helps. Um, uh, I haven't, and my first opinion is, wow, this anime is great. The animation itself is is okay. Like, it's not as top quality as a lot of animes out there. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. some frame skips uh, that I see, like, some of the frames skip, and some of the timing is not correct, but I don't care. It looks great. Also, some of the character designs are a little funny, but uh, pff, who cares? Um, you know, <laughs> uh, the action is phenomenal. Um, I, I before I knew anything about it, I was just kind of hoping for another Black Lagoon, and it kind of teeters on that. It's definitely different from Black Lagoon, of course. Um, I, it gets more and more Black Lagoon as it goes on. That's good. That's good to know because um, Black Lagoon is one of my favorite animes and mangas ever. And so if I can get another one of those, I'm I'm solid. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Gangsta is highly, highly, highly recommended for me this season, uh, Sarah. Uh, you want to elaborate? I, I think it it it, go, it does go in a different direction than Black Lagoon because Black Lagoon's more like badass fun. Yep. And Pirate and this things. one it goes a little bit more serious with it. Uh, Black um, Lagoon gets really dark later, like really dark. Yeah. Yes. But, so does so does Gangsta. Yeah. I'm sure it <laughs> like, does. People start dying, and obviously, because you know, no one's got plot armor except the main three um i do think it's interesting because from the manga they've kind of buffed up the main characters really yeah they've buffed them up a little bit and made them more more muscly um which i'm fine with but the one thing that uh and one of my friends um who's watching gangsta also noted is that they've they've made alex like a little prettier and i'm like oh come on like they like softened up her jawline a lot, yeah. like visibly, like it's different. Yeah, um, it's and I true. Was, that made me a little disappointed, but I am enjoying it. I I think the animation does the job, right? So that that's about as best a compliment as I can give it. Yeah, <laughs> I did feel Alex's pain though. Like the the one thing that they didn't take away from her was her misery. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh no, and they go into that even more. I'm sure they like, do. I'm sure they oh do. Oh my god. Yeah, and episode two was just even better than episode. Not even. Yeah, it was even better than episode one. It was still cool. It was it. it I, I, it's great. I love watching it. It's really fun. It's the violence that I like because I, I, you know, you guys know me. I love violent animes. I love badass main characters. Yeah. It's working for me. It, right. it jives. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, let's move on. We got a, a, quite a few to go through, so let's move on uh, to the next one. My my favorite, probably that I've seen thus far. I still got a couple more to watch, but my favorite thus far was uh, Ushio Totora. I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. Okay. So it in the wake of the style of '90s 
anime. Like, like it looks like it, it, it looks modern, but it's it's the same style as as like Slayers. Yep. And all those, and and maybe a little bit of uh, uh, Outlaw Star in there too. It's gorgeous. It's so awesome, and like the comedy and. and action mix in it is is the classic shonen that we all grew up with and loved it was our golden age uh and and we loved it and it's back like with ushio totora if you liked anything from the 90s specifically watch it it is so freaking good that's exciting it's about a kid who works in a temple shrine uh who finds a demon in his basement and uh he's got a a spear it's like stuck in him He's, he's impaled to the wall he can't move he's been stuck there for 500 years and because he opened up the basement, all this demon energy came out, and all these demons started coming, you know, coming back. And and so Ushio, who's the main character, needed to take the spear out of the monster in order to fight them. And and but the monster, as soon as he let him go, was like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill everybody." It's like he just straight up tells him, "I'm gonna kill everybody if you if you let me go." You know, he's <laughs> like, "Hey, I have I have a deal with you. You let me go, and I'll not eat you." You know that was his deal, and he was like, "No," and he starts to leave, and then the mo- and then and then the monster in the basement's like, "No, wait, hang on, I got a different deal for you." And it's really funny. Like nobody nobody is is uh, excluded from this like humor that's in the show. Right. Even, even the evil demon is like, "Okay, wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on." It was amazing, and you know it reminded me of that '90s anime, and I recommend it to everybody. The first the first episode was awesome. Yeah, so that's on Crunchyroll. That is on Crunchyroll. Gangsta has uh, Funimation has Gangsta, which is really disappointing because I I can't stand getting a hold of Funimation animes, like because I don't have their player because their player just doesn't work for me. The player's better. It's it's been better. Yeah. but I don't have Hulu Plus either. So I downloaded the app, and so then I just watch it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that Funimation got that I'm watching is uh, Shimonetta. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> No garbage. Yeah, so, so garbage. It, well, it, that's it's the trash anime this season, or one of them. It's one of the trash <laughs> animes this season, uh, <laughs> where uh, essentially Japan has a society where uh, you know dirtiness, dirty jokes, essentially do not exist. Yeah, pornography is illegal. Yeah, everything's illegal like that, um, which is a ridiculous concept to me in the first place because it's like, so the the message that they're trying to brand is that bad behavior is okay. Like I don't get it. Essentially, it's like this this renegade club who's like, oh, we're terrorists because we like to show dirty things yeah. to the to the general public and they're not used to it. Um, we're trying to introduce like bad behavior to the culture. It's just like a really bad message. It was only kind of funny. I don't even think it was really that funny. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it anyway. See where it goes for a couple. Episodes. Well, we have the three episode rule. Yeah, uh, but uh, but regardless, it was like it was okay. Um, the enticing part of it was, oh, here's this like half naked, sexy girl. That's the main character. Yeah, I yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. But my next one that I was talking about that I did you see that one, Sarah? By the way, I did not see Shimonetta. Okay, no. it was garbage. Um, <laughs> don't watch it. Um, it's adequately okay. It wasn't good. Uh, my next one was uh, actually uh, that I, I thoroughly have a guilty pleasure now that I enjoyed, which was Monster Masume. Oh, okay. Okay. So this one is... Wait, in- anybody else? Are you guys... And besides Glitch, because we talked about this the last episode. <laughs> um, Steve, are you familiar with Monster Masume? Masume? Nope. No? Okay. Well, uh, great. Okay. So just as, just as a catch up, um, it's a incredibly famous harem manga um, where that introduces a harem... Of monster girls, yeah, 
And for those of you who don't know what the Monster Girl genre is... Monster Girl fetish. It's a Monster it Girl is, fetish. It is indeed a fetish. The show that they're releasing, that they're playing on public TV, is most certainly for the fetish of Monster Girls. And the show features... The first episode only had a... So it's like a dirty version of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, kind of, yes. that's a damn good explanation. Um, the first girl was a half-snake creature. Yeah, the, I forget what they're called. They have a specific name for it. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, it was so freaking dirty. Like, the show was so dirty. And there was so much sex, sex reference in it and everything like that. But, like, because it was the monster, monster girl fetish, it was so funny. Yeah. Like, and, okay, so the story, I gotta explain the story a little bit because, to get your idea... There are two worlds. One is the human world that we live in, and the other is this world that has monster creatures in it. And both the worlds have created a peace treaty that combine, and now they have... The uh, human world has open homes to, like, foster these... Oh, like homestays? Yeah. Like Japanese homestays? Like Japanese homestays. They they foster (laughs) these, these monster people. And this guy, by accident, got got this snake girl living in his house. And she loves him, calls him darling, like, English word darling, like, in the show. And, uh, is... Uh, she, she wants to do stuff to him 24-7. It's what the entire show is about. There's do stuff sing- as a monster or do stuff as a sexy? A- as a sexy. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, she so loves if him. If he's part of snake, does mean they have to get in that big snake ball orgy thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, the way that monster girls work is really strange because... Basically, the the only part of them that's that's monster is like their thighs and down, and so like the snake girl. Well, that's not necessarily true all the time, but no, it is. Yeah, the snake girl. She has all of her working lady parts and everything like that, and it's just like her thighs are are together in this like fifty foot long snake afterwards, because it works for the the horse yeah. monster girl too. She has two vaginas. <laughs> Dead serious. Go she, on. I've got the, two hands. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bigger was, number than 69. <laughs> there was a, 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 a splash card of, of the, of the half-horse woman. She's got... She's holding a towel in front of her. Like, it was like, as if she came, right, like, came out of the bath or something like that. She's holding a towel to to her chest and then to like where the horse's abdomen would be. Yeah. And like like so like her her front legs are are like her would work as her front human legs too, but like she's got working parts in the back and in the front because she was holding a towel there too. Yeah. And, like it's like it's so weird. Where is this like what? And I don't know. This show you like have my like, interest now. This show really freaked me out because it is totally not my fetish, but I'm totally gonna keep watching it. He's developing sure. one. For sure. Yeah, I, I, I my penis get... has receded inside its cave of solitude, but I'm still going to keep watching. Absolutely. <laughs> this one is also on Crunchyroll for free. Yeah. And they really push the bounds of censorship on this right here. There are no light beams, and there are, like, they don't show anything, but there's no light beams for anything that yeah. they do. You know, girls whip their shirts open and they get censored by the hair, but now nowadays... They they usually they usually yeah, light beam the that. magical magical appearing light beams and black shadows. Whoop. But they don't. That's what I'm watching. Anybody else got got anything different? Um yeah, I'm watching a couple uh, <coughs> of other things. Um the first one is Akigami no Shiryuki Hime, which is the new Bones shoujo. Okay. And 
It's so pretty. <laughs> like, it is really, 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 really pretty. Um, and I read the manga, which is why I was so excited for it to become an anime. Uh, and the manga was really good. Um, so I'm just excited for that, and I recommend it if you're in for a shoujo. And it's Bones, so it's going to be well animated. So well, last but it might be confusing. Yeah. Confusing, but 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 well animated. Yeah, <laughs> they only confuse with their robots. Honestly, yes. I mean they they didn't do it well, with Oron. Last of Tempest. Too. Last of Tempest sucked. <laughs> they just, just plain sucked. I mean, from the manga, I don't know how you can mess up this one, but right. it's pretty good. And it's Funimation, which kind of sucks, but Funimation always gets the bones shows anyway. So it's true. What can you do? Yeah, they. Bone one us thing that Funimation them. got that I didn't expect because the first two seasons of it Funimation doesn't have is Junjo Romantica 3. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh my god, why? Why? Funimation, I, I implore you, I mean, I understand you got free season two because it's like Fujoshi bait or whatever, but Junjo Romantica 3 is legitimately like, Junjo Romantica in general is legitimate just shit. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? Why are you wasting your money on this? It's so bad. Hey, we all know that Funimation just loves wasting their money, so... <laughs> Literally, oh, God. Funimation, why? Why? We, we don't score any points with Funimation on this show, unfortunately. <laughs> we, do, we, we buy all their, all their content anyway, but we don't win any points with them. I mean, it's not like yeah. you're sponsored by them. <laughs> someday, maybe. Yeah, someday. <laughs> Funimation for the win. Maybe they always someday. have the best anime. Go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the, the second one I'm also watching. And then the third one is Prison School. Oh. And that's the one I could only get through half the episode. And not because it was bad, but because the humor in the show is very much like the humiliation, embarrassment type humor. And I get really bad secondhand embarrassment. So it's hard for me to watch yeah. that type oh, of thing. That wait, wait, wait. Th that's an actual term? Oh my god, that describes so many times I can't watch sitcoms. <laughs> yeah. Secondhand embarrassment, yes, that's the term <laughs> oh, for that's it. That's my wow. full house always made me feel bad. I got incredible secondhand um, embarrassment from the anime Watamode. Uh, yeah, the one where the girl like was trying to be popular and she kept messing up and like, but in the most embarrassing ways pop uh, possible. Yeah, it was it was so like cringeworthy. I feel it acutely. It, no matter the medium, like I just I I will have to leave the room if it's on TV. Like I can't stand it. Yeah. Even if it's I've... fake cartoon people. Even if it's fake cartoon people, no, and you I'm would with you. if you had have you have you guys. Do you guys know anything about Prison School? Oh, I want to watch it so bad. I haven't, I haven't, I have it, but I haven't watched it yet. So okay, I'm going, that is, I am going to watch it. I have, I have read the manga for this one as well, and it is like, it's, it's like dirty, but awesome. <laughs> Probably in the same way. <laughs> well, because this one is, is really self-aware, strictly because of the character design. Oh yeah, you watch the, yeah. Tra you watch the trailer and you see like the, the Prison School Warden with like the Z-Cup boobs and like, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> yeah. And then the designs of the dudes, like, the one, you know, who has, like, face is, like... Tiny. Tiny, but then, like, his, his the, the area of his face is huge, but, like, his eyes and nose and mouth... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Yeah. Just eating me little things. He's a yeah. Dick Tracy villain. And it's, it's, I'm like, JC Staff is doing a really good job. And yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good. I got another one that is um, self awareness on the same lines that I'm watching. And that's the short anime, Bikini Warriors. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to, I haven't watched that yet, but I want to, yeah. Okay, so I, I jumped on it because, okay, so a little bit of background. The character designs, it's, okay. First of all, the premise of the show is nothing. It's very self-aware. They get it. It's it's actually a show used to sell a figurine line. They're coming out with figurines of every single one of the Bikini Warriors. Um, and the catch is, all the Bikini Warriors are designed by a famous doujin artist. Yeah, we talked about this on uh, the character design episode. Yeah, and, uh, and I love it because I love collecting figurines. Um, the designs aren't really up my alley. I, I mean, there's a dark skin elf, which is really cool. I like her, but her boobs are too big. I don't like that. Um, the one that gets me is uh, Ray Hero, Ray Heroe, the the artist for Black Lagoon, is designing one of the characters, and he's like one of my fam- favorite artists ever. Like he's a, a great artist, and he designed the hunter, and which is surprisingly his design is the most proportional and the one that makes the most sense. So it's a bonus. Yeah. And uh, but she is not in the show yet, and that bugs me because I was like the character <laughs> that I really want to see designed by my favorite artist is not there yet or at all. Mm. My, my my favorite's the main character. Woo! Yeah, the, yeah, the main character fighter just... done by Hisashi, my favorite doujin artist ever. Yeah, Hisashi is pretty good. Um, he, so his his drawings are Tay-Sex. Yeah. So um, he uh, so that's the premise of the show, and the show is very self aware. Where you know it's just like. Oh, we're fighting in these armors. Ah, oh, I can't. Now we can't fight. And then they go to a, you know a weapon shop. And he's like, I have upgrades for you, and it's the same armor, you know, uh, as the beginning. And they're like, This is great. Oh, I can't wait. And then he's just like, I have more armor upgrades for you. And he's, they're like, Really? Let me try. And they're swimsuits. <laughs> and so they're wearing these like these like you know beachwear swimsuits. And they're like, This is embarrassing. What are you doing to us? And he's just like, They're the same thing. It's different. These are swimsuits. It's different. So. I thought that was kind of funny. You can see the entirety of the episodes if you just Tumblr Bikini Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Um, and gift sets, they can show the entire series. The the animation is horrible. The art is not designed to the uh, to the original artists at all. Um, but I'm excited to see what the figurines come out with, because I'm really interested in the figurines. And I probably will seek out buying a Hunter figurine, because Rei Hiroe is my man. Awesome. Nice. Thanks. So, cool. I... That, okay, so that was a lot of discussion for what we're watching. Yeah, mostly good this this time around, which is awesome. But not all yeah, bad. New se- yeah, new season of anime is it, this is an interesting summer. Yeah. Last summer was amazing. This one is just interesting. Yeah. Anybody else have anything before we move on? Um, no, I'm good. I've been watching. Anything. I'm watching old anime. Go for it. I'm watching <laughs> like, old anime. Well, I, I'm watching animated shows. I watch Archer and Bob's Burgers, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> um. Actually, I went to a going away party last night, and while there, I've only seen a few animes so far. I've seen Attack on Titan, I've seen Razafon, which was shown to me by an OC remixer friend, and I've seen Samurai X. Okay. And so, 
Like, I asked, you know, I'm... I'm I'm going on an anime podcast tomorrow. Quick, give me some names to throw out. <laughs> um, but apparently, I should watch, and I'm, I'm going to be getting to this uh, Death Note and Sword Art Online. Uh, I I just recently watched all of Sword Art Online, and I loved it. Okay, yeah, it was fantastic. It was really cool. Um, just be prepared for the fluctuating uh, storylines because um, they they switch from like dangerous storyline, comfortable storyline, dangerous storyline, comfortable storyline. Okay. Um, and it fluctuates like that, but but all of them are good as long as you are prepared for that. Yeah. Right. Because they're, they're all different, and I love it. I thought it was so good. And, and I would say I would I would recommend Death Note, but it's a little long. It's um, it's what we like to call it's it's infamous on our show. We reference it a lot. We call it exposition the anime. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of freaking talking. Replace that first with Cowboy Bebop. It is a must. Cowboy Bebop yeah. is a, is an anime essential. Now, yeah. I, I, I will say, and uh, just t- take that as it is, that my first exposure to anime ever was an accidental search that ended up having me watch Cool Devices at the age of 11. Yes! <laughs> really? Yep. Oh my cool gosh. Devices 6 and 8 were the ones that were available at the time, and that definite, that, that was a thing. <laughs> I, I, was, I saw Fuda before I knew what Fuda was. Amazing. So that is a that is a weird story. Because usually, because usually you find anime and then you're like, I want to find more anime, and then you're like, what? <laughs> so because um, there's a um, there's a general rule amongst anime fans or people who have seen anime. If you go to somebody and ask, Hey, have you seen anime? And they say yes, that also means I have seen hentai. It's like without a doubt. Like there's no anime fan out there that uh, that doesn't. That isn't like, yeah, I've seen, I haven't, no, I've never seen hentai, what are you talking about? It's just, it's just not a thing, it just doesn't exist. Right, but you're right, I think I, I, I went in the logical inverse there, so. Yeah. Fun fact, um, Christine, who's also on our show, mm-hmm. uh, has, a, has a teaching job, she's a teacher, and one of her teacher friends uh, said, yes, I like anime. So, <laughs> imagine that, your teacher, your school teacher, watches hentai. <laughs> hey, you know, don't judge. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. The school teachers. Teachers got need too, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's about it. So I mean, I, I guess that since you said Death Note's a little long, uh, that that should keep me going for the next yeah four years. Um, and, and you can watch Death Note all the way through. It's really exciting to figure out the mystery. My issue is, is once you find the mystery, why would you watch the anime again? Okay. Again? So there's no rewatch so. value. Yeah. yeah, no rewatch value at all. Yeah, unlike Hunter x Hunter, which is what I've been rewatching like every day. We got we got that on Netflix. Yeah, we, Netflix we got that. In they, Netflix, I think they Netflix. only have the first 100 episodes. They do. It doesn't matter. I can watch. I can find it. Elsewhere. 100 episodes is gonna last a long time. <laughs> True. I know. I know. It's on Crunchyroll. So I also need to watch Psychopaths on on Netflix. Psychopaths still getting good. up. On I need that. to see the second season. Yeah. Well, dude, like, cyberpunk is my thing, and, like, Psychopaths is my perfect cyberpunk world, so I gotta watch it! Like, what the heck is wrong with me? Okay. <laughs> we, we gotta move on. We're running out of time. Um, so let's move on to our Topagachi, yeah. which is, like, what we're all here for, of course. Uh, <laughs> let's fiction, woo! Oh, let's talk yeah. about fanfiction! Yay! Uh, oh, I, boy! I don't get enough of this every single week. <laughs> <laughs> But that's why you're here. This is why I'm here. Yes, I'm sorry for the neamering, but okay. <laughs> you're, you're one of our you're one of our quote unquote experts uh, in the subject. <laughs> everybody is an expert on fan fiction. Like, yeah. just look at the internet. Everybody writes it. So, everybody... so okay. 
when I was interested in fan fiction itself, I never really read it. You know, I've never read it in my in my free time, especially now. But when I was younger, starting out in anime before I knew it was anime, watching Pokemon at seven years old, I seven. would. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, 1997. That's when Pokemon came out. In America, anyways. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks they, for uh, making me feel old. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I, I would I would think of... I would start thinking of scenarios that would be like, oh, that would make a really cool Pokemon episode, you know? And and then it ended there after, you know, I lost my interest in, in anime shows for a while and then came back to it. Like, before you knew it was anime. Before I knew it was anime, yeah. And then... Uh, Found out what anime was, hated it, and then came back to it. You know, you know the history. But, uh, yeah, so it was at that time where I was like, it would be cool if this happened in a Pokemon episode. And I would think about that a lot. I never wrote it down, but that was kind of like my first exposure to what, you know, fan fiction authors do. And and see, the difference is, is the uh, the psychological basis behind that is, like, you didn't take to it. Yeah. But there's a lot of anime fans out there that or like I have to write yeah, this. Yeah, that went through the same thing that you're going through, but then just took to it. Yeah. Right, Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, and that made me think though, I it started when I was like seven years old. So does that mean that that like does is that where it started for everybody? I don't know. Well, I don't know, because um I also remember we we used to have a lot of fun creating our own Pokemon. It's like, oh, this would be a cool design for a Pokemon. That's very true. So that's like fan fiction but in art form. And now oh, that's yeah. what I do today. Well, okay, so technically fan art that you see on the internet is is a form of fan fiction. Well, technically actually fan fiction is a form of fan art. Yeah. And is, is this all a thing like all squares or, or all rectangles are squares but not all squares are rectangles? You know, all, yeah. all fan fiction is fan art but not all fan art is fan fiction? I'm a sphere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rhombus. <laughs> yeah, it is rough curves. Um, uh, no, I actually, I wrote my first fan fiction by accident at the tender age of six for a, oh, okay. a writing experiment in class. I wrote a Star Trek fan fiction. Awesome. It was cool. the worst thing I've ever written and I, I think I... I remember finding it when I was moving out of my parents' basement, and I, did th- I threw it right in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Three pages on that, like, really huge rule lines, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the, but, um, I, I honestly didn't dabble very much in fan fiction until I started doing it on the various podcasts I've been a part of, Overclocked After Dark, Friday Night Fan Fiction, what have you. Um, it actually, it all got started when we had a guest come on that reminded me of something a friend had sent me a few years prior. Uh, we were talking about, I think we were just talking about homages to other medias and, you know, putting nods to things that you cared about. Yeah. And they brought up My Immortal, which is the most <laughs> infamous Harry Potter fan fiction ever. And then oh, we, I thought you were talking about Evanescence. Uh, <laughs> no, no, My Immortal <laughs> is, and it's, I think it's been confirmed to be a troll fic now. It's a 44 <laughs> unfinished... 44 chapter unfinished Harry Potter gothic fan fiction. It's amazing. Horribly misspelled, horribly plotted, horrible it's sex amazing. scenes. Amazing. It is it is amazing. In fact, I still think to this day we get a thousand downloads of our reading of that a month. It's that good. There are so many different dramatic readings, but we did it differently. We turned it into a drinking game to see if we could get through it with a straight face. So Ever since doing that, it's like I started delving more and more into seeing, like, okay, so these people obviously care so much about these properties that, you know, a lot of them do, like, self-insert Mary Sue, Mary Stew kind of stuff where they could imagine being a part of the universe. But then 
you know, you've got original characters that come up that are not Mary Sue or Mary Stew, and then you've got people fantasizing about things that all of the characters are doing differently than what they've done already in their own respective universes, and then you've got crossovers. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So all all of the fan fiction stuff I've done has probably been much later in life, like from the age of twenty five onward. Okay, so. My uh, experience with fanfiction is and now I do not write fanfiction. I mean, I I do art, and I, I I even don't really dabble in fan art all that much either. But uh, there was a time when uh, when I was first like really introduced to anime, um, and then I kind of learned about fanfiction. Uh, so first exposure was Cowboy Bebop. That was what really got me into. Hey, I really want to talk about. Uh, I want to look into more anime. And then I found my favorite anime, which was Elfin Lead. Um, and then after watching Elfin Lead, I found out about fanfiction somehow. I don't remember how. And started reading Elfin Lead fanfiction, which was weird. And then I was just like, could I do this? And so like, I kind of like started concepting ideas for like, oh, well, what if Elfin... There were like the Diclonius uh, virus made its way to America. And I started writing a Diclonius outbreak um, in the United States and, and like creating my own... Uh, fan fiction, OC, uh, Elfin Lee Diclonius character. Uh, and so that was like my idea to write a fan fiction. I just never did. Huh. And then I kind of, and then I kind of, I was like, ah, I'm not going to write fan fiction. Right, That's just weird. Real fast, just to interject because you reminded me, just a, a, a public challenge to anybody to, to witness the extent of fan art and fan fiction. Go to Google and put your first name followed by the hedgehog. Ha! <laughs> 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 oh, gotta do it right now. My, yep. Go do okay. it right now. Oh, man. My name is so common, it's like, it's not even fair. Wow. <laughs> like, there are so many Andrew the Hedgehogs. But that's, even... the, that's the thing. Every single person has a hedgehog after them now. Everyone, no matter what your name is. Hey, I like my hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, I like mine, too. Wait, wait. Okay. He's a hipster beast. Um, I found an actual fanfiction.net of Andrew the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at Sarah's. There's mine. Damn! Wow. Wow. I know! <laughs> right? So like, good they had to use it twice reversed for the background. <laughs> With a copyright! Hang on, hang on. Uh, and uh, uh, two watermarks! Uh, Jeez. That one. Uh, like, it's it's like actually like anatomically correct for my body, so I feel like, wow, that's 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 nice. Okay. So many Andrew the Hedgehogs. There's a lot of Sarah the Hedgehogs. I can imagine there's a lot of Sarah the Hedgehogs. Sarah's a pretty what common is- name. But that yeah, is so not, I mean, fan, fan fiction. I mean, there's three main categories of fan fiction it's, in my mind. Regardless <laughs> of the property, the you've got okay. you've got ones where people actually care about proper writing and good Correct. story, and yep. they're they're those are ones that you're reading and you're like, wow, you know, may or may not have been written by somebody who actually wrote for the series, <laughs> but it's something that adds credence to the universe. Then you've got ones that are just spank material, which have this wonderful little syndrome that I call, you can tell when the left hand is the only one on the keyboard. (laughs) When the the spelling and grammatical errors are such, and during a scene where it's obviously meant for the person to be intimate with themselves. Yeah, lemons are are crazy. There was this one that we found a while back, back when the website Topless Robot was doing uh, Fan Fiction Fridays which was one of the funniest things that I've read on the internet. They did this one where uh, Hermione was, uh, from Harry Potter, was a, uh, was, got hit with a giantess spell. Yeah. And, oh, uh, God. so there was, it was like a, like a two to three page fanfic, 
And then you get to the very last paragraph, and the last like paragraph in it was, and then she lied down on the building, did sexual things to all the other survivors. The end. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like you can tell when he finished. He yeah. was done. Like it was just like <laughs> he blew his wow. <laughs> All right, and the third one, and I'm going to link this to you. I'm going to link an example. You can read it at your own time. But okay. the third kind of fanfic are ones that the person knows that what they're writing isn't serious, and they're just immersing themselves in in all of the tropes of all of the bad fanfictions who try to write in Category 1. And, and th- these are the ones that are enjoyable to read because you can tell that they're not taking themselves seriously. They want you to enjoy it as much as they're enjoying writing it. And yeah. <laughs> like for the, for this one that the really just if you look at uh, it's not even chapter three it's charter three <laughs> the the spelling errors um just all of the little references and fourth wall breaking like a gambit gambit turned down the lights and blocked all of Professor X's hidden cameras he failed <laughs> to block Jubilees and that would come back later to haunt them both gravely when they started their baseball career like just the, the randomness and. <laughs> These are the ones that I love to read. These are the really? ones that I really enjoy. And as a result of reading a lot of these, I have gotten some terrible, absolutely horrible conceptions about anime. Naruto is ruined for me because of this. Fate Stay Night is ruined for me because of this. Uh, I can't See, tell you. Now, I really love the my left hand is on the keyboard ones. Like... <laughs> Uh, I love it when somebody w- is trying so hard to do a good job and they just don't. Like, I love reading those ones because that's what makes them so funny and they're perfect for epic readings. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the ones where... The the only one I think that I've truly enjoyed that was uh, the third example there, the the one that's like, yeah, I'm trying to delve into horrible fan fiction on purpose. Yeah, I'm just going to be stupid. What, it's, <laughs> It's definitely, it's definitely, probably the most famous guy for that uh, was Squirrel King, who did, who did uh, Half Life, Full Life Consequences. It is but a it, great day to do what needs to be done by me. Yeah, but that, but exactly, it is spiked from someone who was writing a serious fan fiction. Right. Full so, Life, Con- the first episode of Full Life Consequences was an actually trying to be serious fanfic, and then Squirrel King took it and did the rest of yeah, the series. Yeah, and did an epic reading, and he finished the series, which yeah. is amazing. Right, um, but then his uh, the rest of his fanfics are the same. Like, do you remember? Do you remember uh, that that uh, it was a Devil May Cry one where he it, it was basically just like the first level of the first Devil May Cry game. Yeah, and it, so if you guys haven't seen Half Life Full Life Consequences, um, they they animated it in the G mod oh, uh, or so in, in Gary's mod. Go watch it. It is so worth it. It's the funniest thing. I even have on my iPod the uh, the remix, like the techno remix to the to the epic reading of it. <laughs> it's so good. It's the best. It's the best epic reading I've ever yeah. I've ever done. And then of course the uh, the most famous erotic fan fiction that we read from Friday Night Fan Fiction was the Wolverine one, the Wolverine Jean Grey one. No, not Friday Night F- Fan Fiction Friday. Uh, sorry, Friday Night Fan Fiction is your show. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, we didn't uh, mean to ape them. Like uh, honestly, I found out about them after we started uh, Friday Night Fan Fiction. What, what was that? It's all right. They, they don't exist anymore. What was anyways. that called? It was it was like the worst thing you could ever read, but it's an X Men. Fan fiction, and I don't mean worse than you could ever read by like because it's grammatically awful. It's like it's horrifically like graphic, like uh, and it's it's it is lemon, and but it's like it's violently lemon. Yeah, like like 
Cyclops having sex with Jean Grey while melting her face off with his laser beams. And then, well, and, 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 and the reason why that happened was because he found out that Jean Grey was cheating on him with Wolverine. Yeah. And so, like, he was, like, torturing Wolverine, like, and he could grow his, like, body back. And he was, so he was just, like, melting him away and then letting it grow back and melting him away again. And then there was, like, Jean Grey had a baby, and there's like, a botched abortion. It was just, like, the worst thing you could ever read. But you're just, like, you're just, like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is, this is, like, brilliant. There, there was one that did that for me. It was, um, it was a, a Vore fic called Like, Like, Likes Little Link. <laughs> and oh, boy. It, it, it was a, a gender-bending Vore pick and Vore fic, and I honestly, like, I normally can stomach anything, but after we finished that show, like, we, we pushed through it, but I actually asked people, like, you know, please, when you suggest stuff like this in the future, tell us what it is so we can pre-read it, because I don't know if I could have done any more of that than what we already did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that, one, that one's also pretty bad. There's also Piccolo's Present by Comics Nix, which is, uh, he says it's supposed to be a good, like, holiday thick and it's gross and disgusting and very very bloody and it's pretty ridiculous but i'll I'll let other people talk about their experiences with fan fiction before i talk anymore (laughs) i'm sure you've had plenty (laughs) now now sarah you write fan fiction i i did you did i did i don't really do it anymore um and the game the the first instance of fan fiction um, happened i think around junior year of high school when and this was after I first got into anime, um, like really got into anime, but like I saw I was still pretty early, and so I saw Black Butler for the first time, <laughs> and okay. so I made a really, really, really shitty OC fan fiction, <laughs> and it's deleted now. You can't find it. Um, oh. <laughs> don't don't do that! Don't, uh, no, no 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 no! You don't understand the horror of that fan fiction. No, you, you don't, don't understand. understand. The horror of reading a fan fiction, getting it out there, and then having the author delete it. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Well, too bad. No! <laughs> I still have fan fiction up. It's just of different things that I'm less embarrassed about. Okay. Um, uh, and that's the, the thing, is that I started writing fan fiction, and then after that I got into Sherlock, I think, like, senior year of high school. Yeah, I have it up and, here right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm over Sherlock now, but I, I have, like... It's like 30-some chapters, and I will say, to my credit, it's not that bad. <laughs> and and if you know anything about fanfiction, it's really hard to get reviews, right? Yeah. I have, like, 800 reviews on that. <laughs> nice. Because, and, they're, and they're all positive, every single one. Now, um, I'm going to uh, just throw it out. We, we, we can edit it out if you want us to, but it's Sherlock and Love, right? Yeah, that one. Lost in Sherlock. Lost. Oh, it's Lost in Sherlock. There yeah. it is, yeah. Kudos on the title, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, because I, I literally, because I had seen a BBC miniseries, and this I based it off this BBC miniseries. It's literally an OC falls into Pride and Prejudice BBC miniseries called Lost in Austin. Uh. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do the exact same thing, but Sherlock. <laughs> so you're one of the people that writes the good stuff, which is something that's very foreign to me. <laughs> very rare. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, to other people, it's good. I I still have reservations about saying myself is in myself that I am good at writing. There's but people seem to really this. enjoy it. To this day, I still get messages. Hey, when are you gonna update Lost in Sherlock? I really, really want to read more. 
Yeah, there's there's 31 chapters of it, Sarah. You uh, you really you really left them high and dry. <laughs> I know, and it's like 70,000 words. Like I wrote, I was serious about it at the time. Now I just don't give a shit. <laughs> that's that's awesome. awesome, though. That, that like, is awesome. Yeah, that's that. So that's my fan fiction, and there's like one other fan fiction, uh, like two others on there, and one's about the TV show Community because I love Community. Um, Did you ever write any lemons? I'm gonna plead the fifth. So, so yes. yes. Okay, great. <laughs> can I get a link, please? You cannot find the lemons. They're all gone. No. <laughs> you wanna make lemonade, though? No. <laughs> Not that no. kind of lemonade. <laughs> you want? You want? You want? You want a, a something lemon-ish? Here, I looked in that person's DeviantArt profile, and they oh, have oh, a no, Sarah the Hedgehog <laughs> versus Sarah a Pikachu version of Sarah. Um, having a pillow fight. That's the other thing that I will say about Friday Night Fan Fiction is that our active listening community loves to participate. We have people... You could basically message us asking, saying, oh, I want to read and you can come on. We accept anybody to come on and read with us. Yeah. And, and for people who aren't reading that are still listening while we record, they always post Rule 34 in the chat relevant to what we're reading. So we get the mental images of horrible things That's that we're amazing. talking about. That is so, so amazing. Um, yeah, so nice. fun fact. Uh, hopefully, at the end of this episode, we should be having uh, one of our fans and your fans alike, uh, uh, Wicked Fan Sean, uh, he wrote a fan fiction from uh, the Wicked anime when we did... Uh, when we did our Besom oh, campaign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're going to have him read, uh, or we're going to play a recording of him reading his own fan fiction oh, that he wrote God. at the end of our show. I am excited. That <laughs> uh, is the other weird thing. Somebody just wrote a fan fiction about me during the last episode we recorded. Really? That is amazing. And, and uh, we're going to have to read it. it. It is definitely a lemon. <laughs> of course. It's, it's, it's called The Lusting Beard, and I'm... <laughs> I am unsure. I've I've read the beginning of it because they were posting it like back and forth in chat. But, anyways, I'll, I'm gonna stop talking. Now. Is it is it you and Steve or you you and I mean you and Steve you and Dave? <laughs> is it me and me? <laughs> no. Uh, there's a character named Alicia in there. There's, Does she have that, a beard? <laughs> I don't know. But all I know thus far is that apparently I have a clit in my beard. <laughs> oh. Alrighty. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Alrighty, that also, is an image that I never wanted to imagine. I could, it's an inverted clip chin. So, oh uh, Glitch, God, do you oh have God, fan oh God, fiction oh experience? Please no. Yes, Glitch, your turn. Your fan fiction experience now. Oh. I think I'm I stuck on clickbeard. <laughs> oh, that will uh, not be the title of this episode. <laughs> I don't think I have much of one. I just, like, a lot of my friends did a lot of fan fiction stuff, you know, back when Mediafire was a thing. It's still a thing. A prominent thing that people respected and cared about. <laughs> okay, understood. <laughs> uh. I mean, I didn't really write anything about it. I didn't, you know, the Pokemon story, like, as if, if how a Pokemon trainer kind of thing, that kind of stuff, or putting myself in that world. I did do... No, I wrote one and turned it into class. <laughs> I was bored. I had nothing better to do or to think about for our project. She gave us a chance to write anything. Did you get a good grade? So I wrote about <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah, an a on it. I remember doing that. I remember almost nice. writing, a, writing a Legend of Zelda fan fiction for, uh, for a, uh, a school project once. 
a lot of my fan fiction would be more so thoughts, like just what, most like a what if series in my opinion. Like, what if Link just said fuck it? <laughs> what if the Daleks had sex with the robots from Mystery Science Theater three thousand? I don't even like my brain can't process wow. that because I don't even know. <laughs> It's just like a lot of clang, 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 and nothing's happening. Yeah, it's, it, it's dubstep. <laughs> dubstep, yeah. Robots. And they're making fun of it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're critiquing and riffing the whole time. Oh, man, that's awful. But, okay, so as somebody who is, uh, you know, they they would want to get into anime at some point, I'm actually going to ask each of you, and I'm sorry if, the, if we're really running over on time. Oh, no, no, don't worry about it. It's cool. Get, pitch me one anime that I should watch. If I, if I died in a week... And I got to watch a single anime. What would it be? Okay, what do you like? Yeah, wait, Obviously, I, I like terrible Wolf things. <laughs> Obviously, um, like I, I, I am a fan of uh, sh- uh, humor and satire above all else. I love good art and animation, but it can't come at the expense of not having a good story or at least good character integrity. Okay, so then um, Ranma One Half okay. has incredible comedy uh, for an for an eighties anime. Love Ranma One Half. It's and uh, Viz is uh, re-releasing the entire show now. Actually, um, on Blu-ray, there's like a hundred something episodes, um, and it's oh, I love Ranma One Half so much. If you wanna, if you want a good satirical comedy uh, like that, that's also kind of cute and also uh, has some like harmy, cl- a classic harm romance in it. When it was good, yeah, uh, yeah. it's laugh out loud funny. Ranma One Half. Okay. I- I would have to say, this is a little risky because it's my favorite anime. Uh, I will suggest to you Fooly Cooly, just because on the grounds you said that you like uh, you like animation, um, it, action, comedy, good characters, all yeah. that stuff. And it's only six episodes. So it's only six episodes long, so you can finish it in, in two, uh, two and a half hours or so. Um, it's my favorite, and I've watched it multiple, multiple times when I'm bored. Uh, and... You you might have to watch it a couple times to even understand what is what the heck is going on, but the animation is is awesome. It's weird. Oh yeah. Uh, also, um, watch Ranma in Japanese. It's better that way. I um, never I never watched the dubs. Okay. I, well, I was big into Japanese horror as a teenager and high school and whatnot, and I never watched the dubs. Well, Fooly Cooly is good in English. It's actually, oh, it's actually amazing. Yeah, in there's English. some that are pretty good in dubbed. Yeah, so. there are there are some anime that you almost have to watch in English. Like uh, one that we would uh, that we think that almost anybody who wants to watch anime should watch, which is Cowboy Bebop, which yep. we discussed. You must watch Cowboy Bebop in English. Because it oh, actually yeah. makes more it makes more sense because it was written like a western. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so Cowboy Bebop is uh, at like the top of my list of uh, if you're gonna watch any anime ever, you yeah. have to watch Cowboy Bebop. And uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is always a good path. <laughs> yep. I I said one. I know. Well, I know. Okay. So, so it's so, impossible to just pick one. Well, I mean, okay. come on. So our, so those are our suggestions, uh, Sarah and. Let's leave a three what minimum, what I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if I was to suggest one, and this might be influenced by the fact that I can't stop watching it, um, is Hunter x Hunter 2011. It's just amazing, and oh my god, I love it so much. The characters are great, it's got great action, the animation's fantastic, it's, it's, it's funny, I I don't know what more you could want out of a shonen than Hunter x Hunter. Okay. Boom. It's really long. I will say one of the things I don't like, and that's the only thing that I didn't like uh, uh, about Attack on Titan, is I really do not like overemphasized melodrama. No. (laughs) Hunter x Hunter isn't melodramatic. 
at all. It is it is down to earth and it's funny and amazing and I love it. It's oh my god, it's 148 episodes, so you'll have fun with that. Yeah, and, we're st- and I'm still kind of sticking to Cowboy Bebop in that sense is still like the perfect anime for anybody. <laughs> okay, okay Cow- I actually have a weird thing with Cowboy Bebop because. I, I've listened to the entire soundtrack because I love Yoko Kano, yep. but I've not seen the anime. Ah. Ooh, if you like Yoko Kano, you might like Wolf Train as well. So I, I was tepid about investing in that because I heard that it w- people were very divisive on that. Yeah, it is a very split down the middle kind of show. Yeah, it is very split. Oh, um, how do you feel about horror anime? Uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, it horror is good with me. Okay, uh, well, okay, so the best, I, I don't know, I, you mentioned horror something earlier, so I didn't know if you were gonna, uh, if, if that was something. The best horror anime I've ever seen is Another. Another. Yeah, it's a show called Another. It's, it's, it's so good. Don't look it up on Tumblr or anywhere on the internet, they'll spoil, spoil the whole thing for you. And also, since you mentioned it earlier, I do have Elfin Lead on my list to watch. <laughs> yes, that's, that's my favorite. And I, I have heard things about that, lots of things about that. Yep. First five minutes, yeah. nudity and gore everywhere. Okay, so because everyone else is recommending more, I, I'm going to recommend one more. <laughs> and you have to watch this one in English, is Bacchano. Oh, um... We only got through two episodes of that <laughs> so far. Wait, Bacchano, um... The I one about one the train and the gangsters in 1920s. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we only watched the first two episodes of that, and I have it on DVD. Yep. You need to keep watching. It's so good. It's That one's only like 16 episodes, but it's so good. And you must watch it in English. English is ten times better. One of my mm-hmm. other favorite ones in English probably has to be Yu Yu Hakusho. If you that wasn't that DVD was definitely kind of in stuff. the age of like yeah of like starting to understand English dubbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you like, want to watch something with Dragon Ball Z esque aspects, but something a little bit more developed. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> but more developed. Say okay, I, I guess I don't even count Dragon Ball Z as an anime because I have seen that. I just don't count it as an anime. Yeah, we, <laughs> right. Because we were, like, introduced to him to a network, like, you know, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, is what it was. Yep, yep. Like, it was just a cartoon, though, because we were, like, dumb kids. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can't think about Dragon Ball Z without thinking about terrible erotic fan fiction, nor can I think about Pokemon that way. My goodness. What about yeah, Sailor Yeah, I can't Moon? think about Dragon Ball Z without <laughs> seeing those terrible yaoi doujins. Yeah, and I can't think about Pokemon without thinking, okay, so she's a squirter, she's a squirter, she's a squirter. <laughs> she's a squirter. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, just think like Yaoi Dojins, like you know, pairing up buff men together. It's not pretty, okay? It's, <laughs> it's very not sweaty. For, uh, Fujoshi bait? Not even Fujoshi bait. I don't know who this is pandering to, but it's no Fujo that I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really interesting thing because you know Dojins are really, really popular in Japan, and th- and those are basically the fan fictions that they have. And they're all, like, or mostly, the ones that are published are really, really good. Yeah, I know I have a weird a weird relationship with hentai and really kind of conflicted, but I love collecting doujins. It's just, like, I love the artists, and I love some of the crazy stories that they make. Okay, um, so uh, we're going to do a section that we like to spring on our audience, or on our special guest first. It is, an, it is a section called Sentimental Anime. Uh, and you get to tell us what you learned from this episode. We, of course, will start, and you will join. So, here we go. <laughs> Today, on Wicked Anime Podcast, I have learned that there's a hedgehog for everyone out there, uh, <laughs> maybe even multiple, and there might be something funny under Steve-O's beard. Alright, today on Wicked Anime, I have learned that UV's bad, meat is good, sleeping in is good. Yeah, who's next? Who's next? 
Today on, on Wicked Oops. Anime, I learned that you can't watch just one anime because there are so many good ones out there, and that you it is questionable about whether or not you can poop standing up on an airplane. <laughs> good one. Today, I learned that 46-year-old Japanese women can look just as hot as 20-year-old Japanese women. Today on Wicked Anime, I've learned... When Sarah says click an anime if you click a link if you dare, don't <laughs> click that link. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't dare, if you dare. No, just if don't click dare. it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't click it. Don't trust me, right? Heed her warning. Oh, um, and I learned that 99% of fan stuff is terrible, but I already knew that. <laughs> just relearning. Reaffirming. And that, and that was sentimental anime. Yay! Woo! So it's time to move on to some fan service. Yes, this is uh, from you guys, the fans, uh, what you guys wanted to share with us over the past two weeks of us uh, doing things and weird stuff from the internet showing up. So, uh, what's there for us? Well, we're going to start with our fan, Brad. Uh, Brad sends us... uh, Hi, Brad! Kind of a idea that he's watching a lot of harem animes, which is not a bad thing. He likes harem animes. I love harem animes. Uh, it's one of my favorite genres. Um, but the, he notices a trend where they're getting really... He's getting annoyed with them. Uh, yeah, they're getting pretty bad these days. Uh, you know, some of a lot of them sing the same tune yep. over and over and over again, and the main character is just so spineless. Yep. And, uh, and so he was, uh, started thinking, you know, well, what would I do, you know, in this situation? What would... Uh, what would what would go on if I had my own harem? Uh, and which spikes something for him saying, that's a good Tapagachi. And he sends us a Tapagachi topic that he says, what is your harem like? What stereotypes of girls would be in your harem? Uh, hmm. How would you treat the harem situation? Like, what would you act like? And all the different aspects. Like, build our own harems in a Tapagachi, our own personal harems. All right, yeah, no answers now. We will We will definitely bring this up in yeah, a future episode. We will, yeah, that, hmm. so there we go. We have a new topic presented to us that we are adding to our list from a fan. Thank you, Brad. Yes, thank you, Brad. That is exciting to us. Uh, <laughs> I have ideas already. Excellent. Next comes from Wicked Fan Scott. And uh, Scott brings up a couple, or a few, he sent us a few different ideas. Uh, first was a pitch idea, uh, the, an idea for the pitch, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that we introduced with uh, Shauna a few episodes back, um, where he wants to, you know, hey, there's an actual Western uh, adaption uh, with Guillermo del Toro coming out of Monster. Uh, so what would be our pitch our casting, our direction. Well, obviously it's Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> but uh, of of the series Monster, he wants to know. Man, we gotta watch Monster first before. That's we that's what that. I told him. I was just like, I can almost guarantee that almost none of us on Wicked Anime have have watched mm-hmm. Monster, so we'd have to catch up with it first, and then we would let you know. But it is an idea for our pitch it list. Yeah, pitch it. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I want to point that out that he he used my title, pitch it, that all y'all laughed at because I, I messed <laughs> it up, and he used it. So screw you guys. He also brings back the character design that we were talking about. Uh, character designs, we, we were talking about character design and what appeals to us personally. And one of the things that he, or a bunch of things that he mentioned is he likes long flowing dresses. Uh, you interesting. Know, uh, interesting, you know, uh, like really complicated stuff. Like you have uh, uh, Utna and, uh, yeah, and uh, y- uh, Yuko from Hollick uh, as examples of uh, dresses that he likes. Um, he also likes the belly dancer. 
t- uh, style, like yeah. uh, like Shantae, which I think, which what I said to him uh, in, a, in a reply back to him is, uh, I said, the belly dancer look looks really good in animation. Yeah. I don't necessarily like it in... Yeah, um, in real life, there are two in that style in uh, Tribe Cool Crew. There are a pair of twins who do mirror dancing, and yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, see, it w- I think belly dancing uh, really translates well to animation, but not so much to real life uh, for me personally. Yeah, um, I don't know that. I don't know. Uh, Yuko Nakagawa has a belly dancing series in, in her DVDs that we, were, we were, that lady we were talking about earlier. She yeah. got belly dancer outfits, and they look yeah. really good. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, he brings up another uh, one, which was bow ties. He likes characters with bow ties. Like he's a, he's a, uh, interesting. You know, uh, characters like David Tennant, characters like uh, Conan, uh, Detective Conan, like uh, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, Conan, Conan the Bar- Detective the Conan the Barbarian. It's right. Detective Conan like, the Barbarian. Yes. Yeah. Late I'll night. I'm late night with right Detective now. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. I want to see if there's fan fiction. That fan would make an awesome fan fiction. Detective Conan the Barbarian? No, it has to be Late Night with Late Night with Detective Conan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Late Night with Detective Conan the Barbarian. Hello. And then, of course, he brings to our attention uh, from Anime Expo. Anime Expo had a lot of different uh, announcements which were really interesting and just made me so angry that I wasn't there. Um, Infernal Cop 2! Yes. <laughs> that uh, that um, Trigger, who was present there once again, introduced a new title, a new anime title, which they haven't released anything on. Uh, there was no filming allowed. There was no nothing allowed in there. But they announced a new title, uh, which we know very little about. That wasn't Inferno Cop 2. And there was there was a crossover to their announcement that had Little Witch Academia and Inferno Cop. Yeah, and all that. in one little short. Perfect. Oh, so amazing. Yeah, so uh, Scott actually wasn't the only person to send us over that. I think we also got uh, one from Gerardo, because Gerardo was there. Yeah. Um, the jerk, he's always there. I know, he's yeah. always at Anime Expo. Any <laughs> <laughs> three, you bastard. And now, uh, our, our Wicked Fan Keto also mentioned um, Anime Expo 2. I don't know if he went this year, but I, I think he's been, if I'm not mistaken. But really? I, we, we have a lot of West Coast fans. He is from Canada. Eh? He's from, yeah, he's <laughs> from Canada. Oh, um, and of course, uh, uh, our uh, Wicked Fan Jerry was the one who sent us the link to the acceptance of... Um, he sent us a link, but there were other people online, too. No, were, there like, were so, countless people. We always get a lot of fan response. When it, when something big happens in the news, we're usually already aware of it, but it's so cool that the fans just like to throw all this crazy information of, they, like... You it's know, the, scary. They know us too well. They uh, know us too well. It's like, you're gonna talk about this. But yeah, but Jerry emailed us about it and was just like, here's the acceptance from Japan about the giant robot fight. Yeah, like I said, I got that in the description. We got that in, like, waves. <laughs> huh. We literally got a um, uh, a new like on Wicked Anime as we were... They must really like this episode. Yeah. <laughs> as we were recording. Cool. Uh, that is a shout-out to Julia. It wasn't me. I liked you guys last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. Nope, I just liked you now. Shout-out to Steve-O. <laughs> shout-out to Steve-O. Shout-out to Steve-O, who likes... Shout-out to Steve-O the Hedgehog. Steve yeah. the Hedgehog. Steve the Hedgehog. And uh, I believe that is all we have for fan fiction this fan uh, service. Fans, yeah, fan fiction. <laughs> it's appropriate to call it fan, fan fiction. Asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> fan asterisk. Yeah. Fan stuff. Um, so uh, if I missed anything, we'll bring it up next time. I apologize. Uh, but you guys send us so much stuff that we we have to pick and choose what we read. Uh, this is all the all the prominent stuff. Um, we're so freaking popular. Yeah, we're so popular. You guys have no idea. Hashtag we don't have drag. time for you. <laughs> uh, I, dude, I feel bad because I feel like I, you have a real life or something. Because I know, yeah. Ugh. Um, <laughs> real life sucks. It does. <laughs> Tell me about it. I slept three hours last night. <laughs> Yo. What's sleep? <laughs> All right. 
so that's that's it for our fan service section. Uh, now on to some shameless plugging. Uh, if you guys want to join this awesome conversation, maybe you even have some weird fan fictions that you want to send us. I don't know. I want uh, one of oh, no, still. are you going to bring me back to do this again? There's more fan fiction of us. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Glitch is steve fanfic. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, so you heard it there. Glitch wants more fan fiction of us. Uh, hey, we haven't, we haven't brought up that up in a long time. I know. Which um, which we really should keep drilling into the fan. That would be <laughs> so we can get a fan fiction that we'll never read because we'll be too, way too embarrassed about it. I'll read it. Uh, <laughs> I know you'll read it, glitch. Okay, so you can email us. You can always email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where, we, uh, where you can chat with us there, post on our little message board thing, send us cool news. We also post our own news, as well as events we might be going to, updates on videos, which are coming out. Anime Boston video is really close to being done, then I will be back to uh, writing the script for a review that I've been writing for a long time now. <laughs> um, uh, and then, of course... Uh, we have uh, uh, Twitter. We're on Twitter. Uh, sorry, that was a... we have internets. Yeah. You just Google search us. You'll find. Just Google search Wicked Anime. You'll find us. We have uh, we have a Twitter. You can tweet at us at Yo Wicked Anime, uh, where you can find us what kind of sandwiches we like to eat and whatnot. Uh, you, you can tumble at us, <laughs> where we tumble tumble things at uh, Tumblr. Wicked Anime. Tumblr. Com. Extra man. And of course, you can find us at NerdyShow. Com where you are either listening to this podcast already, or if you're not listening to it at soundcloud.com slash wickedanime, or on iTunes, where you can rate and, re- uh, rate and subscribe to us there. And uh, so nerdyshow.com also holds our videos uh, for Wicked Anime, but you can subscribe to our videos, our Wicked Anime videos, at youtube.com slash reviews. You have Done. no excuse. Writing no review. <laughs> Negative <laughs> response. <laughs> Spend ten minutes shilling own product at end of show already listening to. (laughs) (laughs) They talk a lot. Uh, You guys, it's your turn. Throw out your shameless plugs. We'll start with Sarah. Go for it. Okay, so um, if you want to find me on Twitter, I am at 42Believer. On Facebook, facebook.com slash 42's Anime Reviews. On Tumblr at 42Believer.tumblr.com. Uh, I'm 42Believer also on YouTube. Uh, I also have a uh, Crunchyroll link. Uh, if you go to Crunchyroll.com slash 42Believer, you can get a free Fortnite of premium membership. And it's really awesome and you should totally do it. Because there's so many amazing anime coming out right now that you're going to want to know... You know, want to see it before you have to wait. You don't want to wait a week. That's because just dumb. she's significantly more popular than us. <laughs> yep. uh, and then I also have a Patreon, uh, Forty Two Believer, there too. So yeah, that's all my stuff. Awesome. Go ahead, Stevo. <laughs> okay, nerdyshow.com. Go there for Friday night fan fiction. We record every Monday night at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's released every Friday. Uh, it's a community-related show, so if you'd like to come on and read. Uh, Please just go ahead and uh, add overclocked underscore after underscore dark to your Skype and say, I want to read fan fiction, or go to the Nerdy Show forums and say so. Uh, if you have a fan fiction you'd like us to read, we have a forum on the forums that you can click on and submit a fan fiction for us to read. Really, any way to get in contact with us, we have a Facebook, uh, Friday Night Fan Fiction on there. Uh, you can add me on Twitter, uh, uh, Steve-O sold out. Uh, <laughs> no dash O, S-T-E-V-O-S-O-L-D-O-U-T. And be sure to check out OC Remix, uh, the premier video game music arrangement scene. Uh, thousands of free songs, 
almost 100 free albums now. Just great stuff, all genres, all games. Go check it out. Uh, and I think that's about it for me. Nice, Excellent. Nice. And, of course, uh, so that's all we have for you guys today, but we do have a very special introduction that we t- that we mentioned earlier that at the end of this episode, uh, our Wicked fan, Sean, wrote a fan fiction back when we did Besom Campaign for RPGs. That's what it was uh, for the Wicked anime. So Sean will be reading his very own recording of his own fan fiction that he wrote for the Wicked anime. And we're going to play it for you right after this. Um, so thank you guys oh uh, for joining us uh, for the Wicked Anime Podcast this week. We will see you next time. And now we will sign off the only way we know how. Okay. Bye. 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 What? Welcome to a very special recording from Wicked Anime, as you may have heard from the episode. Uh, this is the part where we read Sean's fanfiction from when we played Besom, the Besom campaign. And uh, not only do we have uh, Sean the writer here to read his fanfiction of Besom. Upon his own request, too. Upon his own <laughs> morbid, mortal, sadistic request. Yes. We also have joining us Wicked Fan Gerardo. Hello. And Wicked Fan Temsu. Hey, what's going on? All right. This is this is exciting. This is we, we so we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this Friday night fan fiction style. Yeah. Right? And yes. And we we're the reason why we're doing it like this is um uh, initially we were gonna have Sean do the recording with us. This was the plan, but. Because we had, uh, we just came out hot off of a Monster Hunter weekend, uh, like with this really great cast of fans. Uh, hey, we're gonna invite everybody. Why not? Why not? So here's the way it's gonna go: For, uh, Friday night fan fiction style. Uh, another show that you guys can listen to here on the Nerdy Show Network, which is fantastic. Um, if you like to get really shameless and whatnot, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's almost caused car accidents with me with all the tears in my eyes and laughing so hard. <laughs> so um, so the way it's going to go is we're going to split the fan fiction up into sections. Sean is going to start. It's going to go around the circle. It's going to uh, be me, then Jonathan, G- then Gerardo, then Temsu, and Sean will finish it off. Uh, and then we will have a fan fiction reading. Uh, so here we go. Go for it, Sean. All right. So this is Kitchen Surprise, written by Sean. That's me. Uh, original link, whatever. Uh, author's notes. I do not own the Besom tabletop role-playing game, nerdy show, wicked anime, or any of the characters used in this fanfiction. I do not make any money off this writing. Author's note. Here is a short fanfiction that I wrote extremely late at night slash early in the morning, and slightly intoxicated as well, about some of the characters from the Wicked Anime's Besom RP episode. So please enjoy. Man, it's so official. It's like it's like, <laughs> which is weird to say because like official fan fiction, not official. I don't know. We approve though because we do we do own Wicked Anime, so <laughs> yes. so this is good. <laughs> All right, so here we go. During the two-week journey from the desolate red planet back to Earth, 
our heroes have become restless. Lori Otahime finds herself once again wandering the hallways of the SS Whiskers. As she, as she walks down the long, narrow halls, she comes to a stop by one of the larger windows that peered off into the endless space. While it is unnerving and ominous, she does find a certain comfort to the stars that sparkle like diamond light not shit light diamonds. Drink. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I barely edit this, so yeah. That makes That's, it even better. That makes it even yeah, more fanfiction-y. That was the uh, that was my plan. <laughs> that sparkle light diamonds on a black velvet cloth. She closes her eyes and grasps her locket. Alright, next. All right, yeah, whenever we get to those uh that line of asterisks, it's next person. Yep. Lori begins to feel something from within uh, within her slowly rise up and fill her with Something. <laughs> she could not quite describe this feeling. It was almost like her questions could be answered. Not all her all questions. Her all questions. her questions. Drink. <laughs> Drink. Oh, God. It was almost like all of her questions could be answered. Uh, like all her doubts and worries would be washed away and replaced with confidence and meaning. Almost like she opens her eyes. Something had broken her concentration she looked around, trying to... I'm going a little bit walking here. <laughs> right. trying, trying to see if there was someone nearby, but there wasn't. <laughs> Lori closed... It needs more cowbell. Oh, I guess I'm gonna die. I guess I'm gonna die. <laughs> Lori closed her eyes and tried to meditate again hoping that the stars and galaxies would, uh, would help her find what she was looking for. Her eyes snapped open once again. Okay, there is definitely something, uh, someone, or something close, to, uh, she thought. Then, she, hear, uh, she hears what sounded like a low moan. Uh-oh. <laughs> she cocked her head, trying to pinpoint that sound. The generator's on the fritz. <laughs> Lori followed the sounds to uh, to a set of doors that she had not seen before. She put her ear to the door and listened in. Oh yeah, that's it. Oh jeez, <laughs> a familiar voice. <laughs> a familiar voice moaned. You know what I like. Do that nice and slow. Lori gave a light knock on the door. Kishi, are you in there? She asked. That boy's voice panicked a little. Wait, who's there? Don't come in. <laughs> yeah, of, of course, it sounds like I'm going to get the, the meat of this, this fanfic here. <laughs> okay. No pun intended. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> she slowly opened the door and stuck her head in. What are you doing in here, Kishi? Just then, Lori heard a loud and she felt a cold stream of something, sort of goop, land on her face. Lori, what the hell? I thought I told you not to come in, shouted Kishi angrily. Gross, 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 Lori shrieked, keeping her eyes closed, waving her hands around. What is this stuff? Kishi looked at the squeeze bottle in his hands. Well, it's white, so I'm really hoping that it's mayo. You can never be sure with these cat people. 
<laughs> oh, jeez. Please, could you pass me a towel or a napkin or something so I could get this goop off my face? I don't know, Kishi placed the bottle down. I say that's a pretty good look for you. <laughs> Lori's face first twisted in a look of disgust. Twists. Twi- uh, twist. First twist her. <laughs> Drag. Twist into a look of disgust. Then one of pure anger. Look, asshole. Give me something to clean up. Or I'm coming over there and shoving that bottle so far up your ass that mail will squirt out of your ears. That sounds like Victoria. It totally does. <laughs> sounds like someone's fetish. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> all right, okay, all right, Kishi mutters. I was just like, all right, all right. Here you go. He tossed her a cloth. Next, <laughs> Gerardo. God. Get so drunk out of this. <laughs> he said we're not drinking for UG. <laughs> that that was a rough, rough night. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve O. <laughs> Lori wiped the condiments off her face and tossed the rag aside. Just what the hell are you doing in here anyways? Keisha gestured down the table and smiled broadly. This she looked to where Kishi was gesturing, um, that's a sandwich. I know it's a sandwich, but it's made with ham and turkey and bacon. Lori <laughs> <laughs> was a little puzzled. Yeah, so seeing you with sandwich is really not the, that uncommon. <laughs> not, no, not, you, no, you said not the it's uncommon. It's not the uncommon. <laughs> Look, <laughs> we have been on this ship for how long and the only thing I could find up until now was tuna. I am getting sick and tired of only eating goddamn tuna. <laughs> Lori rolls her eyes and turns away. Whatever, I'm just going to let you be crazy by yourself. She made her way to the door. Oh, and by the way, Kishi called out to her. If, it happens, if you happen to see a blue-haired foosy... Foosy? Floozy. Floozy. If you happen to see a blue-haired floozy, send her my way. He holds up another squeeze bottle. This time, the contents are yellow. I have an entire bottle of what I think is mustard, and I really want to get back at her for knocking me out during the last encounter. Ah, callbacks. <laughs> Temsu, your turn. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Don't worry. Lori walks away. You will know all about it. <laughs> Just then, Akira Sakamoto opens the door to the kitchen and enters. What the hell are you guys yelling about? Lori, whom he just recently found out was a pop idol, pushed him aside and exited the kitchen. He noticed that her lot was not quite as shiny as before. In fact, it was quite lackluster now, which seemed to match her current mood. <clears throat> Tell your ninja friend that he better stay away from me, or so help me, I will call forth a meteor shower from inside his large intestine, Lori snapped as she brushed by Akira into the long hallway. Hey, called out Kishi, you can't use that word, that's our word. I said ninja, please don't hear me for God's sake. Akira stood there. 
unsure what to do seeing his two friends argue like this. Dude, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Kishi looked blankly at Akira and shrugged. I don't know. She's pissed at something. I can tell that, and I'm pretty sure I know who she is mad at. What I want to know is why. <laughs> and Sean. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, you know how women can get sometimes. Actually, no, not really. I haven't really been able to talk to girls. Oh, burn. Akira confessed, quote, <laughs> L, quote, looking down at his shoes. <laughs> Cheer up, buddy. You will one of these days. Kishi picked up his sandwich and took a bite. Hey, you want one? I managed to find something other than tuna fish. Akira looked at Kish, looked up at Kishi. Sure, I'm pretty hungry right now. You have some more? Nope. But feel free to make yourself right at home. The young ninja took another bite of his sandwich and left the kitchen, leaving his friend alone. Akira looked around at the mess Kishi left and sighed. I can't believe that I had to entrust my life with those two. He thought it as he started to clean up. I know they are my friends, but how can they protect me if they're not on the same page? I guess I will have to talk to them and hopefully they will understand what is at stake here. The student looked down at the floor and noticed some of the white substance on the floor. What the? What is this? He asked aloud to himself. On second thought, I better not know. The end. end. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Pretty good. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. You are welcome. <laughs> oh man. That. And that's how that and that's how the episode got even better. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes. Or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships you can subscribe to the wicked anime podcast via itunes and soundcloud leave a comment like and share and follow nerdy show and wicked anime on all your favorite social networks for more podcasts articles community forums and other awesomeness visit nerdyshow.com if it's geeky we've got it covered Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu.